Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Uh, welcome to episode 97 of the Down to Herf podcast. Um, dude, a lot to get to tonight. A lot to celebrate. Caleb, how you doing tonight, my man? Uh, last episode of the year for 2023, but uh, just like the intro says, I'm ready to light up, kick back, and relax. So let's get to that. Mm-hmm. 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 Geo, mm-hmm. good. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, boys. What's new? Uh, you know, just dad life. Uh, got the shifts down, so to speak, here. With uh, the newborn's early days. I'm going to be real misogynistic here. All shifts are my wife's shifts. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Guys, I don't want to get killed here. Taking it old school. It's hey, a listen, joke. It's a joke. Hey, listen. Your wife, life. listen. She's just going to stab you in your sleep. Probably. And what am I going to do? Nothing. Because I'll be asleep. <laughs> I'll be asleep. D- dibs on the cigars and all the whiskey. No. So, I mean, I think we've talked about this on the show. It's a draft. It's a draft, dude. We're, we're literally putting it up on the screen and that's what i want yeah. like guys are just gonna come there's only a certain amount of people invited though i think it's kind of a cool way to commemorate that's, me that's fair i think when i die i'm gonna buy a nice the nicest bottle of whiskey i could find and i don't want anyone to cry at my funeral i just want you all to drink we have definitely had this conversation yeah, yeah just say either that or this is the craziest like deja vu ever bought up Listen, we got a great cigar we got to get into. We have an amazing bottle of bourbon that we're going to be drinking, and it's two days after Christmas when this airs, so hopefully uh, everyone was good, and Santa Claus got everybody everything that they wanted and on their wish list, uh, but without further ado, Gio, what are we smoking today, bro? All right. Well, tis the season, and when it is the season... That means limited releases from all cigar companies. Uh-huh. So this time we got, for the second time ever, a Viaje cigar. We've got the Candy Cane Holiday Blend 2023. And uh, this is a 6x54, you know, very, very common size. We're going to get into this super secret blend here. And by super secret blend, it means they just haven't told anyone what's in it. It's all undisclosed. Very cool barber pole, though. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys can see that on the camera, but I mean, it looks pretty good. I just posted a picture of it the other day, so if uh, you do have a chance, go go take a look on the Instagram. Yeah. It's a pretty cool looking cigar. Clever. Gives holiday vibes, huh? I always like a good barber pole, and it's uh, very fitting with the name of the cigar. So uh, kudos to uh, Mr. Andre over there at Viaje. Uh, Message me back on Facebook. I'm a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he left you on red, right? I actually don't even know if he opened it. I'll have to check. We'll see. <laughs> is that the, we'll is see. that's the same thing, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, didn't see that notification. I guess, but you know, yeah. you'll know, you'll learn. You know, Fucking you might get guy. tagged. Your company might get tagged in like a couple posts on Facebook and Instagram. Just you know, if you see my name, uh, Mister Mister Steen, Caleb, a uh, little message, uh, and just cool guy. I'll write a funny response back to you. I love that. Also, just random tangent here. Now, it doesn't necessarily reflect uh, any of my views on cigars, but it really is annoying when it's undisclosed. I agree. It's almost like they uh, 
I mean, this is, I'm not knocking the cigar because, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to smoking it and getting into it, but, uh, it almost kind of takes away from it. You just, you have no idea what you're smoking. Right. Like no clue. And Viaje is a brand with a great reputation. So this isn't, but other brands hide behind undisclosed. And I don't like that. Like, it's just random, my own personal opinion there, just happens to get in that. What, what about you? You, you? you got any opinion on Undisclosed? I mean, I guess you don't have no idea what the wrapper binder filler is, so it's like you could be smoking dog shit from God knows where, or you could be smoking, <laughs> like, the the angel's lettuce uh, from Cuba, perhaps, or, you know, maybe Nicaragua or something, so like, you never know. I think that's what makes it, I think that's what they try and do. I think they they try and make like this allure because it's undisclosed. It's almost like um, you know, does that like uh, I'm pretty sure Adabe and shit does that. A right. lot of that's all undisclosed. Uh, and I don't mind it when it's a brand that at least has a reputation, like uh, established of a quality product. And I know, like some of it, they say it's undisclosed to get around like where they sourced it or you know whatever. But no, these no, seeds are illegal. No, they should do. They should make like an undisclosed cigar, make it really expensive, and just have it be like all shit, just like terrible wrapper, terrible binder, terrible fare, like from a terrible crop year, and just be like, yeah, this is a fifty dollars undisclosed cigar. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure there they are, could. Are companies that do yeah. that, and there will be some idiots that'll buy. This is a fifty dollars cigar. This thing's fucking great. Yeah. Did I you mean, see that? Um. Pete Johnson just posted the other day about like somebody trying to like knock off one of his cigars. They they put out this cigar. I didn't really do too much research uh, research into it, but uh, it was apparently on the wrapper said compared to a Tatuaje brown uh, brown oh, label. Oh, I saw that. So like Mo even posted it too. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So like it, it kind of upset some yep. people. Like he's like, we are in no way, shape, or form associated with this company. And I'm like, oh Jesus, here we go. More people getting sued. Well, okay. Monster Can was even mad about that. Yeah, dude. (laughs) But that's a slap in the face. Like, I can understand being pissed about that. Like, I mean, if you want to say it's comparable or, you know. Not on the labeling and the fucking actual packaging of the fucking cigar. What are you doing? Yeah, that's that's fucked up. That's using Tatuaje's name to make money. I think they, like, sold out, too. That's wild. I mean, there's got to be a cease and desist already. Got him. We fucking got him. But <laughs> now I get it. Like, you know, we've had like skip on the show. These things cost, you know, fucking three dollars. I don't know what the were they like price gouging or were they like trying to undercut it? Was this like meant to be like I s- have no clue. I don't know any of the information on the cigar. I don't oh. know the company. I just saw the packaging of the cigar. And it literally says compared to a Tatuaje brown label. Because, like, you know what would be funny? Like, you know how, like, uh, you go to Walmart and there's, like, Listerine and then there's the Great Value mouthwash? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Ball around a budget? You know what? That sounds like a Great Value. <laughs> like, is this Great Value Tatuaje? <laughs> not going to lie. I saw a Reddit post and some guy who works at the factory where they make Listerine said that Great Value is literally the same thing. So, listen, I, I, I'm awesome. going to go out there. I've worked for a company. Who the hell knows if this is even legal to talk about, but... You don't have to name the company. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So, they would make a product and they would just change the wrapper. 
Sounds about right. And then like they would call like the the one that goes in the actual name brand version, the alpha version, and then the beta version was the shit that went in the, the so store was, brand. It was the same shit. It was the same shit. Same thing. Fucking weird, dude. I, I don't understand like so like if you're out there, I mean you might be talking about like such a small difference. But in price though, big difference. Yeah. Product wise, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> it's like uh save that money. <laughs> yeah, dude. Buying all the off brands though. <laughs> Shopping all the off brands, no. Uh Caleb. Drugs are generic, but still work the same. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I love that a little Vicky. Uh, what are we drinking today, buddy? Kind of exciting bottle, right? Yeah, it's uh got some great reviews already. Looked into it, but we are drinking Uncle Nearest 1856, a hundred proof, uh, whiskey. A uh, lot of confusion on this, as I'm also reading, because it's not really labeled as a bourbon. It just says premium whiskey. So this is um from Uncle Nearest whiskey. It is a distillery. It's sourced from numerous undisclosed distilleries. I think up to God it, damn it with this. Uh, what, what is the name of this episode? Undisclosed? <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually said there's like five to seven different distilleries. Undisclosed. All premium. <laughs> all around <laughs> the Tennessee area um, where this is from. It's uh, Old Granddad, Bankers <laughs> Club, uh, little, Martins. Perhaps Jack Daniels, you know? Perhaps. Uh, JD. MGP. Because <laughs> this is out of... Uh, Shelbyville, Tennessee. So it's not, you know, Lynchburg, Tennessee, where Jack Daniels is. We'll get more into the, the Lynchburg Jack Daniels tie in here. Um, 100 proof, I said. Age is undisclosed, but per the company's website, seven years minimum. Uh, Mash Bill is also undisclosed here and uh, goes for around 60 bucks in stores. Well, all right. This name of this episode is Undisclosed Biography <laughs> 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 or Undisclosed Synapsis or whatever we want to call it. So far, uh, great smell. Great smell on this. Hundred proof. Drinks very nice. I can't put my nose on what it smells like, but it's very nice. It's a, a comforting aroma. I must say, it smells clean. Um, like that's how I would describe it. Reminds me of walking through a forest. What do you think, Elf Man? Uh, it reminds me of just walking through a forest. I'm smelling trees, some greens. Trees. Yeah, trees, yeah. Not evergreen trees like a gin would smell, but it just feels like I'm in a forest. I don't know. It might be in the Tennessee Smoky Mountains or something like that. What do that. you think, buddy? I think we need to re-edit the intro to be like, and I co-host Geo and the Elf Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, speaking of Elf Man, uh, this is a great opportunity. I do want to shout out uh, Nick from Foundation Man. You, uh, you sent us a really, really cool care package to the lounge. We really appreciate you. Uh, way overboard, brother. Way overboard. Love it, but much appreciated. So, uh, hats, shirts, hats, cigars, shirts, ashtrays. I got this cool sign I've... that I set up behind me. Yeah, dude, look at that, man. You know, I did some great work. Put some time into it. Yeah, for sure, dude. Any um, I didn't then... even know you knew how to use a, a drill. <sighs> look at the fucking walked in and got cigars thrown at my face it was like ho that. ho ho motherfucker it was like that meme of the girl getting all the hot dogs thrown in except it was cigars mm-hmm. nice yeah charter oaks to the face so i did want to like kind of touch on that a little bit like uh my wife is starting now to complain a little bit about the amount of boxes that are showing up to the house <laughs> uh i think we may have to start sending some of the shit to your house geo 
Yeah, and I'm going to tell you the same thing. We originally discussed this. Yeah, if we want our shit to, you know, still be there. Uh, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> your, your na- the neighborhood you live in, uh, not one of the best. Guess but- what? That one you're going to need to deal with. <laughs> you know what? Send it to my neighborhood. Yeah, you might not get the packages. Like, I might keep them, but... You know, no, at least they won't no, be stolen. No, fucking, your kids will be fucking, like, using them as crayons or some shit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Daddy, are those crayons? Oh, no. My Torpedoes. Ki- my kids know that these are for smoking. They know. They know. But kids yeah, pick up on smoking a lot. They'll pick up, like, toys that look like cigars, and they'll go, look, I'm smoking. <laughs> uh, trust me. Uh, kids were doing it before they were one years old. So we, me and Gio actually had this conversation. Uh, he started I'll be like, yeah, there'll be a crackhead rocking down the street with a fucking Olmec shirt on. We'll have to chase it to get it back. <laughs> hey, you motherfucker. You don't fucking smoke fucking foundation. <laughs> get over here. <laughs> motherfucker. I know who stole our package. <laughs> this motherfucker. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's Like, dude, just I'm serious. all our packages from... Uh, just cigar fucking gear head to toe like even even crackheads are gonna be rocking if we start start sending our shit to fucking geo's house crackheads will be rocking yeah all the cigar brands you might the industry see, you might even see a crackhead smoking a cigar just like changing it up for a brief minute you might it'd be super fucked up man maybe it'll be their way to get off drugs you know start smoking cigars oh, this is a drug man this is a drug i don't know i mean quote a uh this was went out to a special uh, birthday shout out to our buddy uh, Mike. Smoke cigars, not crack. <laughs> it is true. Uh, local crackhead here did say that. Nice, good for him. Yeah, maybe he'll change. He was also wearing a T-shirt that says "I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks." Dude, that's a funny shirt. My brother has one of those too. That's awesome. Your he brother wears, has the best fucking shirts. He just wears them to the gym and stuff like that. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's just living. Yeah, big Larry. Big Larry. I just want, Larry. I, like, again, we're, we're going to just go back to the fact that I spent several hours trying to find this, you know, crackhead to get a video for Mike's birthday. <laughs> it was a lot of my personal time. Yeah. Specifically my personal time. 100%, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's worth it. He's contracted. Yeah. Well, I don't know what he did with the money. <laughs> I have a feeling he spent it on crack. I have a suspicion. <laughs> I'm not a rocket scientist, but I'm pretty sure he spent it on crack. Only crack. Hey, 20 bucks will get you a nice crack rock, right? Uh, probably. A big one. <laughs> but continue on Uncle Nearest, bro. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. We went off on a tangent to thank Nick Malello from the Foundation. Uh, what a G. Episode doing very, very well. I'm sure by the time this airs, that'll have uh, probably been one of our better episodes. For sure. Yeah. Really nice guy. And uh, dude, uh, if you are listening and you are now a fan of the show, as we are of yours, not your show, but your brand, uh, we look forward to maybe doing some work with you in the future. Mm-hmm. And Jerry's going to win in the arm wrestling at PCA this year. Dude, I am absolutely ready, baby. Arms and forearm. Arms and forearm every day at the gym. Dude, gotta, I've been logged on Pornhub every day practicing. Got to use the strong hand. <laughs> Rip it and rip it. All right, enough about gripping it and cranking one out, because uh, I'm going to crank out a story about Uncle Nearest over here. <laughs> so, um, okay, all right. Good old Uncle, ne- Uncle Nearest. Uh, so there's a backstory behind the brand, because Uncle Nearest is said to have taught Jack Daniels how to distill whiskey. So really big and famous in, in, in Tennessee back in the 1800s. 
So Uncle Nearest was a former slave who uh, began distilling whiskey out of a church um, in called on a farm. It was called Dan Call Farm. Uh, there was a Reverend Call who was a Lutheran preacher, and he was distilling uh, whiskey behind a farmhouse on the church property. And the main distiller there was Nathan Nearest Green. Uh, the name Nearest might have been a mistake from Nathan. I think they spelled his name wrong, and it was spelled um, N-E-A-R-E-S-T. So is his name Nathan? Is it Nearest? That's where the Uncle Nearest comes in play, because it might have been a play on his name spelled wrong from his slave name to his free name. So that's where you get the name from. So he was a longtime distiller at this church up in uh, Lewis Creek on Dan Call Farm, just outside of Lynchburg. So that's where you draw the connection, you know, getting closer to Lynchburg, Tennessee, working for Jack Daniels. So uh, he became very knowledgeable, distilling whiskey, um, very famous too. It's said that he uh, invented the Lincoln County method, so the, the mellowing method, the charcoal method, the filtration method, which made a smooth whiskey. Uh, so that means, you know, milling, the raising of fat swine that goes on on the farms over there, um, but more, more so known for his whiskey, and that he started distilling around 110 proof, and it got cut to like 100 when it filtered out and me- mellowed out, so that's where you're you know, that Lincoln County method came in play. So he's credited with uh, coming up with that method. And that's how we taught Jack Daniels to learn. He became so popular from Huntsville to Nashville. Everybody was like, we got to get this whiskey that he's making. This is like all throughout 1840s, 1850s. So very famous guy, Uncle Nearest over there. And then, you know, got to start. You know, I guess he, you know, old Mr. Jack Daniels got in touch with him. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I know the Jack Daniels family and distillery has employed a member of his family pretty much since they've been in existence. From I just remember this from the uh, that documentary, The Drugs, Booze, and Sex That Built America. That Built America. I watched that, too. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, apparently, fucking near screen. This dude, uh, this dude was an absolute fucking G. Uh, they did this shit even through like prohibition and shit, right? See, that's where the story starts to like fall apart. Yes, uh, the the distillery's gone now. The old remnants are there. The farmhouse, it's all gone. There's a lot of stories. I believe family is still employed there, but a lot of it's like, is this all kind of made up story for the for the brand, or is some of the history not particularly accurate the whole way through? So. You know, whoever did the research, I forgot the lady's name. Her name is Fawn something. She did like over 2,500 hours of research. Some of it untangled. Some of it's a little wishy-washy. So the story's not 100%, but it's close enough, I guess. You know, enough to go with the make it the brand, make a good story. Speaking of 100%, while you're over there, yes, I can 100% use another pour. So <laughs> if, right. you don't, if you don't oh. mind, I would 100% like another. But You, you liking what Nearest is putting down? I uh, would like to have the nearest bottle given to me. Oh, so here's where the Jack Daniels come play, because I'm going through two different websites. So I mentioned that Dan Call Farm that was by the church where Uncle Nearest was beginning his distillery. Jack Daniels Distillery bought that distillery and other distilleries down the road. So that's where he probably got in t- contact with Jack Daniels for distilling there out of Lynchburg. So Perfect. 
Dude, we have so much shit to talk about. Uh, obviously, you know, we are getting, what, two giveaways we have to do tonight. Yeah. We have <laughs> our top 10 cigars of the year, which I don't think anybody even knew we were going to do tonight, but we are definitely putting out our top 10 tonight. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously... This could it, be a sleeper. It, it could be a sleeper, but we don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, it it's, may it's early. Be, it's early. It's well, early. It's It's got some stiff competition. Yeah. For which, sure. For sure. When we tally the scores, by the way, just sitting down going over it, I was amazed at some shit that didn't make the cut. There were a few cigars that I was like, this is unbelievable. We had to do a uh, we had to do an honorable mention each just yeah. to just because yeah and that was just to include stuff that we wanted to include like uh, the honorable mention doesn't mean they're like 11 12 13 but they're like i i wouldn't say that i mean like a lot of the stuff had the same score yeah we're, we just had to agree on like i think what is it like that bottom five was a sh- like we were like what the fuck man this is crazy yeah um what direction you want to go g I- i'll or Caleb, I don't even care, man. Like, what? What do you want to do? What, what do you want? You want to do a giveaway? You, um, I you, forgot what my honorable mention was, so uh, I'm uh, looking through my notes for it. Or oh, unless you have it, I have it. Okay, all right. I have your honorable mention. Um, which way we, do I want to go with the show? Well, I don't know because you guys threw me for a loop. You asked me to pick the cigar, and then we switched it. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not <laughs> fucking with you. So, like, literally, you two can decide. Oh. What do you guys want to do? This is like our holiday end of the year wrap up slash. How far into the show are we? We're at 21 minutes. Let's give a giveaway. Let's just do one right off the. We'll bat. do the first. Oh, yeah. the first giveaway. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I think we made it that way. And then you know, if you want to figure out if you listen, you got to keep listening. If okay. You didn't win. Mm. All right. I kind of I, I like what you're uh, I like what you're putting down. All right. So what are we what are we gonna do first? Are we gonna do the crown heads or the DTT? Caleb, you have to pick. DTT. Okay. Let's do DTT first. All right. So, for the DTT giveaway, guys, we are going to go over what was in this. We didn't really discuss it. And again, remember, there is a shirt. So, we've got... It was a five-pack, like originally thought, but then our friends at DTT decided to send a six-pack. We've got three of the Mikarita blends, including the Papasaka. We've got a Sin Compromiso, a Sobra Mesa, and a Red Meat Lover's Ribeye. Now, we have smoked the ribeye on the show. As you know, this got a really great rating from us. There are some great fucking cigars in here. That Sin Compromiso is awesome. Papasaka, I think I've smoked like four. I did not smoke the other two Mikoritas yet, though. So I think you might have, Jer. I, they're awesome. The Papasaka Tricky awesome. Traka. The Tricky Traka is the red one. Yeah. The Ancho Largo and then the, yep, the Tricky Traka. The Ancho Largo is the blue. So, got that, and then a regular uh, Sober Mesa there. So, that's part one of the DTT giveaway. There's more. Don't don't worry, guys. There's more. We've got the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust hat with the leather uh, DTT logo. Wear this one a lot. I enjoy this hat. Pretty sharp. Snapback. Fits very well. That is a nice fitting hat. For Most importantly. The domes. Some DTT stickers. Throw them on the porta potties, your laptops. DTH stickers. DTH stickers. Did, did you say DTT? I might have. A little slip up there. Really? Tongue tied. I'm not the only one who gets tongue tied. <clears throat> DDP. <laughs> and. Are you going to open it? Are you going to open it and show what it is? Yeah. For some people that don't know. 
I mean, you gotta. If you looked at the post, you would know what it is. But you know, it's a soccer squatch, man. Yeah. And if you missed out on this giveaway, shame on you. Absolute shame on you. But but this shit was completely free to enter. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't cost you any money. But if you want to send us money, feel free. What do we got here, G? Oh, look at that, man. There he is. The soccer squatch. You know, look at that back there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it's built. Look at them glutes. He must squat. Nice glutes. Good squatter. Must must squat deadlift. All right. Sweet prize. A little jealous I can't win that one, but, you know, you know, good luck to whoever you are that's going to win this one. All right, so we got that. Now, there were a total of 46 entrants. I know a lot of people commented 10 million times, but they clearly just didn't read that it was one entry per. <laughs> San Clemente, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> didn't he tag, like, Donald Trump and Joe No, Biden? that was some other guy. That dude, I actually laughed at that one. Could you imagine, like, you just get a reply back, they tag, they comment on it. I got one of those texts today. <laughs> Fucking. Joe Biden. Hey, hey, man. D- did I win the cigars, dude? Come Joe- on, man. Come on, man. Come on, You're man. You're not going to let the president win? Come on, Come on man. man. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, so. Uh, what are we doing? We're doing it? Yep. Doing it live. Doing it live. Oh, All man, right. here we go. I don't know how the fuck we're going to do this shit, dude. So, obviously... So we got the uh, the list of entrants. How are we going to get this up here so people can don't think we're bullshitting here? No, there's no bullshit, dude. It is what it is. Ready? So uh, here you go. I'll, I'll pull up my whole desktop here. There right. we go. There you go. The list. All right, here you go. There's a list here. We're using random.org. Uh, here's all your names on a list. Uh, well, I see you. I see you. I see all of you guys. Thanks for being and- fans of the show. Remember, guys, uh, when I hit the button, the generate button. It's the third is the winner. It's the third. I'm going to go one, two, and then the third one is going to be our first winner of the DTT uh, package. Yeah, and the first two, we're just going to torment and tease you. So hopefully it's somebody we know locally. (laughs) Seriously. But uh, yeah, let's get right into that. So uh, obviously we're going to just start it. So we'll do it like this. Three. Okay. Who? Oh, okay. Velvet Smoke. Two. Sorry, you didn't win. Thirty-two. And thirty-two was. And then, the third one is the winner. Number forty-four. 44. Funky Fresh Greg. Funky Fresh Greg. Uh, we will be reaching out to you that you won the DTT package. Uh, obviously, we're going to come back to this in a little while. Uh, and congrats to our winner. My man was a late entry. Yeah, but we we have to do one more uh, later on tonight. So now, just a heads up, one. Greg, you cannot win the crown head stuff. You won the DTT. You were only one. You only get to one. You don't get to win both. Well, that's crazy, man, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. We're already we're already done with one. Bam! Con- congrats to our winner. Congratulations, Greg. Congrats. I hope that's your first name. I hope you listen to the show truthfully. Yeah, because uh, we do shit like this all the time. He subscribed. I checked. <laughs> I had to make sure there were no. Uh, no bullshit. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all the growing subscribers. We're getting the numbers up. Uh, Dan went up like 60 people, so that's awesome. Dude, we uh, absolutely love the support <clears throat> from you guys. Uh, a lot more cool shit to come. But the real reason we're here tonight, it's not the Viaje Undisclosed Cigar. It's not the Uncle Nearest. Uh, dude, we have a huge list to go through today. What do you think, G? Well, so 
Top 10. Cigars of 2023. According to to DTH. And this is... uh, Oh, man. This was a tough one to go through, huh? Yeah, we... Minus the <coughs> minus our top two because those easily stood out, but the the rankings from ten through three <coughs> ten through three was kind of tough. So I feel like we have to start at ten, right? Yeah, I mean you got a letter minute. Start at ten, or do we do <coughs> our honorable mentions first? Well, I think you do honorable mentions before number one, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Sounds about right. So we go ten to two. Ten to two. Honorable right. mentions, and then our top cigar right <coughs> here. All right, guys. So without further ado, the number 10 down to her cigar of the year. Jerry, what we got? So uh, <clears throat> this one was one I was really looking forward to this year. I remember just absolutely being stoked that it was finally coming back out and coming back around. Uh, making its appearance for the first time since 2010, the Face Redux by Tatuaje scoring a 91 on the show. Um, what did you guys think of that? That <coughs> excuse me wow that was the so we smoked that with mo fun episode fun cigar to smoke i mean and then uh just a lot of hype with that cigar too that cigar was actually debating into the top 10 it was tied with some other things and caleb made one point that really really made sure we had to include it in the top 10 caleb you want to elaborate on what that point was yeah i mean Besides getting a well-deserved 91 score, uh, I actually bought a box of this. That is why it got pushed into the number 10 spot. I bought a box, so it earned it. It outbeat. I forgot who it outbeat, but it outbeat a couple cigars. Maybe an honorable mention or two, but that's why. I bought the box. and uh, Caleb's first box. Still have some left. Do you have any left? I think it was the the War Bear. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> just throwing them under the bus. <laughs> Shit, dude. Shit. Yeah, but there, there that's fucked. There might be a there might be a pastania up in the top ten. I don't know. We'll get to it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, fucking. But that was the deciding factor as to why it beat out some of its competition. Great cigar, guys. If you get your chance to get a box, there's going to be a few left. I'm sure now they're hitting that upper uh, price tier for sure. Definitely. I still seen a couple places that uh, they're still floating around <clears throat> out there. So get them. Get them. Yeah, cause, Don't sleep. You know, within a few months, that's going to go from a retail to 250 to 300 to 400. Exactly. So uh, that being said, that'll wrap up number 10. Uh, number nine. Do you guys have the list? Yeah, I got the no, list. You have the list, Caleb? I'll let you talk about number nine. Number nine. Foundation. The Sentinger. With a 91 overall. The High Clear Castle. We talked about this one a bit with Nick last week. What a great fucking stick. Awesome box. Amazing presentation. Uh, highly anticipated smoke. We were really like antsy to get this one. So I got to be honest with you, and I'm just going to throw a little shout out. I don't know if he still listens anymore, but uh, Great Lakes Humidor. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for sending us those. Uh, that was really nice of you. Uh, Justin, we miss you. Yes, we sir. miss you, buddy. Come back to us. Yeah, dude. Thanks for sending to me as well. And... Uh, Dude, anything from Foundation, it's it's they're a nice smoke. Don't sleep on Foundation, guys. Uh, make sure you're out there, trying them. Uh, Nick knows what he's doing over there, and I just really like the shape, the size of that cigar too. Reminded me of something else that may or may not be on the countdown as well. I feel like you do too many spoilers. Yeah, but people who are fans of the show and listeners, they know the ratings, so they already know. Yeah, yeah. 
Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Why number, don't you? That's a. That's did you get the fucking shut list yet? The fuck up. Did you get the list? No. Did you send it to me? No. Do you want me to send it to you? Just yeah. so maybe you can announce a few of them. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, I can do that for you. I can, appreciate that. Can hopefully you can read Jerry's writing because I had a, a hard time figuring out number nine and then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Jerry was. We were a little drunk that night putting the list together, so Jerry's handwriting looks like a doctor's script. Oh, so we got we had dreary drunk Jerry. I didn't <laughs> shut all the lights off and kick everyone out, and that's usually the the, no, the, no, the no, tell no, sign. No, that's blackout, Jerry. <laughs> J- blackout, Jerry, guys. If you ever get to get really, really drunk with him, there's a point in the night where it doesn't matter. We could be having the best time drinking. It doesn't matter if it's two a.m., ten p.m., fucking seven a.m. There will be one random moment. All right, guys, I'm done. Turn on the lights. I'm going to bed. It, it, and it's fast. It's literally. It happens quick. Oh, all right, man. All right. Well, when we came up with this list, we were drinking really great stuff. So, I mean. We uh, Midwinter's the, Night Dram. Yeah, we did Act 11 and we took a little bit of a sip of the 10. So. You know, we didn't do a top uh, whiskey list, but I do think after this, maybe we should touch on a few that we really did enjoy this year. Okay. I got two other top 10 lists I'd like to get to quickly because you, it's kind of funny how I'm not involved in some top 10 countdown list anymore. Because I'm aging, and things like this are starting to become irrelevant to me. All right. Well, let's get to number eight on our list of the top ten. Geo, I know you finally have the list, so why don't you get to it? I know you can read this one, because I can. Yes. All right, guys. So number eight with a score of 91. This one somehow counts for 2023. The SBC. 2022 (laughs) 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 better late than never but a great fucking stick nonetheless mike you put out a fantastic stick you know having skip help you blend it or skip blended it solo i'm pretty sure that's how it went but we'll give you the credit mike it's got your brand on it so dude that was uh one of my favorite cigars this year uh i know it fell to to eight i mean i wouldn't say it fell i mean if you're in our top 10 that's really good Got a 91, man. Dude, but we, we have so many fucking cigars <clears throat> we smoke. And this is just the shit we do on the show. Right. You know how much shit we don't do on the show? We're just like, you know what, guys? Let's just get together, watch a fight, watch a game, and, and just smoke a good cigar that we don't even talk about. Do you know how hard it... Like, here's the thing. We get 52 episodes a year. Yeah, that's it. Like, thousands of cigars come out a year. Yeah. Like, we have to be selective, and there's obviously, you know... There's shit that comes out that, frankly, just unfortunately, people just don't really care about. And it's our job to expose some of the things. I think we do a good job of highlighting smaller brands for sure. But, man, like, again, this cigar, I remember getting it at PCA and smoking it and telling it, Jerry, this one's fucking really good. I didn't get it. Uh, until the last day of PCA, and then you know me, like the hoarder, disgusting human I am. I just saved it and put it away, and then I smoked it at our fantasy draft this year. Yeah. Uh, dude, great cigar, man. Loved it. But, yeah, we'll move on in the list. Uh, well, I just wanted to add on the SBC 22. Oh, okay, you're going to add some. Things. I know we talked about it when we actually smoked on the show, but, like, the band, amazing, and perfect size cigar. It was just perfect. Corona Gorda. Yes. Fits your mouth just right. I'm a big fan of the Corona Vitola, and, you know, like, I'm not one of those guys that likes thicker ring gauges, so that's just me personally. So that one just hit it on all fronts for me. Well, I mean, guys, 
we still have a few to hit on here. Uh, seven left in our top ten. Uh, number seven, scoring 91, the Crownheads Lavaretta. Uh, dude, we did this cigar with John Huber himself, man. Um, very, very excited to smoke that when we got it. Uh, and we got to smoke it with the man himself. Um, this is obviously their most expensive cigar to date. If you're not a collector and you're looking for old shit, but I mean, like, to date, I mean, when you're talking about great tobacco, uh, dude, that thing was knocked out of the park. Oh. What a project. Did he say it was, what, aged four, year, four years? Something three, like that. Uh, three minimum, at least. I can't remember yeah. what it was, dude. Oh, Obviously, that was over the summer. Shame, but. shame on me for not remembering that part of it. Like, because John went into so much detail what went into that project. You know, EP Carrillo opened up the vault for him and allowed him to really play with all the fun toys. I like when he talked about how they, you know, butted heads a little bit and kept going back and forth on what they actually wanted the cigar to be. Great story. Great cigar. Caleb, you remember smoking it or no? Yeah, I like that cigar, man. I, any, like anything from Crown Heads, always putting out good shit. Uh, great that we have a relationship with them, but just really like smoking it with John that day. It, it made an overall great enjoyment. This list was made before we signed a sponsorship deal with them, guys. Don't be thinking we're <laughs> fucking assholes. We rated that high well in advance. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other notes on that at number seven? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, there's multiple sizes of the Lavaretta, right? Yes. We smoked. There was the, a few. We smoked. I think the largest in that still got a high. Like, so the people who are definitely more frequent smokers that get it in those uh, smaller vitolas, I think you're going to have an even better smoking experience. Like, I think that could have been the difference between possibly. You know, us having a cigar that could have been going from seven to maybe even like the top three. Ooh, I but, agree. I but, agree, but that's what we had. Right now, I'm not shitting on that by <laughs> any means. Listen, why are we complaining? I got that cigar for free, and because I went to a trade show. So in Las Vegas, right? Like, and got away from Buffalo. everything. <laughs> like, everything. I'm not hating on that by any means, but I'm just saying, like. For our listeners here, like, there's everyone has their preferences. Like, some people love the fucking fat dick, and that S- one is some just like the skinny long ones, right? The fishing poles, <laughs> the that's, what to, that's what they used to call me in the uh shower room in high school. The fishing pole, calm down, elf man. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, Caleb, moving on to number six. Oh boy, can you read this one? <laughs> I, I think it is well, uh, the Krakatoa. It is the Krakatoa. Okay, yes. my handwriting's yeah. a little brutal, but yes. Also got a ninety-one overall from us as well. Maybe came down to a couple percentage points that granted it a number six as compared to some of the other ninety-ones on this list. But uh, recent smoke, great smoke too, by the way. Uh, again with the SBC twenty-two, pretty much like that perfect size, not too thick. A nice thinner ring ring gauge, you know, not as long either, but you know. Just right. Krakatoa, baby. It fit his mouth perfect. <laughs> Dude, I remember that thing just being an absolute banger. Uh, so, uh, obviously, we have a relationship with Steve Saka and, and DTT is, is now, uh, next week, will be an official sponsor of the show. Uh, they sent us over some stuff, and we kind of had to make a decision what we wanted to do on the show. Were we going to do the, I think this was, we did the Red Meat Lovers already, but then... It was between like Papa Saka, 
maybe Saka Khan and the Krakatoa. So we decided we were going to do the Krakatoa and this thing obviously being one of their newer releases. Absolutely. Home run, hit it out of the park, 91. Thing was absolutely fantastic. So, Steve, thank you guys over there at DTT as always. And, uh, dude, we look forward to the next year and what that brings. And, you know, thank you for providing some stuff for this giveaway. You guys are great. Appreciate you. Hundo Pete. So, Geo, bring us to number five, brother. All right. Another great one and another great episode. One of my favorite episodes, <laughs> by the way. Number five. Another, another... <laughs> privilege to smoke that episode not a lot of cigar talk but a whole lot of dirty talk the johnny p tobacconot johnny b i think i think it's johnny b yeah yeah or no i thought it was the johnny p Uh, that b could be a p i don't know about jerry's handwriting it's the johnny (laughs) tobacco the johnny (laughs) tobacconot by room run room 101 that we got to smoke with the man himself Matt Booth. <laughs> Funny episode. You guys should tune in for that one. Just go through the YouTubes. It's pretty recent. Uh, Matt Booth came on. Dude, hilarious. Hilarious stuff. That was a yeah. great smoking cigar. It's P. See, I was right. You were right, Gio. You were right. It is Johnny P. <laughs> it's just Jerry's handwriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I-, I can't even read it. So, <laughs> Dr. Jerry. Dude, I will be on calls, dude, and I'll hand my notebook to Gio to do notes. And, and I'll be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <clears throat> sometimes i can read it sometimes i can't i'm sorry yeah, i'll be like jerry is this a seven or a four and he'll be like that's a three dude <laughs> <laughs> it's so true so true what why didn't we print this yeah we probably should have like typed it out and printed it yeah dude. i don't have a working printer i like that it's just like the hand copy i, I think go. that Perfect. makes it more authentic it is authentic we did it when we were drunk after and, an episode it and was we awesome. are good listen this is how you know this was all agreed upon because we had to drunk argue like six ninety ones, the score set a lot of these easy and took the arguments out. It was when they were all the same that was hard. Dude, we're getting into the top four, but before we get into that, uh, I do want to touch a little more on that uh, Johnny P. That was a great cigar, uh, really creamy, good cigar. Uh, the conversation was unbelievable. I, in fact, <laughs> dude, we we started me and. Caleb started smoking the fucking Daruma. Right? Yeah, the, yeah, the Daruma. We did. We, yeah, that we was, got into another cigar. It was a long episode, but when you got Matt Booth on and you're being hilarious the whole time, him, us, even Mikey was on the show too for a little bit. Uh, dude, you, there's room to smoke. Remember when he tried to fucking stiff us? <laughs> Remember when he drew a penis on his hand for Geo? <laughs> Called him a dick. Yeah, that was pretty funny. The best part is, I'm pretty sure he texted or sent him uh, a picture of his hand like two days later, and it was still on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about blue chew and making some blue chew cigars, you know, it was, it was funny. I, like the overall experience of smoking male cigar enhancement cigars. Listen, was awesome. Let's be realistic here. People would buy. A Viagra-infused cigar. I would, just for the fun of it, you know? <laughs> Don't, not that I need it, but just to have a good time. Listen, no one needs... Well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't some say people. no one... Some people need Viagra, but any single person I know that actually has Viagra and tells you about it is because they just wanted the fucking superpower. <laughs> it's fun. Am I up for four? Yes. Or are you? I just did number five. Okay, I'm just throwing it out there. There's no way you were going to be able to read this. I had to actually go I, back I, and look it up. I was going to say, no, no. I could, I could read your number four. That's Dude, it. this is... Uh, so, 
Number four for us. <laughs> Looks like ninety-two. <laughs> it scored in ninety-two. This is the Don Doroteo Salt of the Earth. Piedra Viva. Uh scoring in ninety two. Yeah. We did that uh with Garrett Robinson when he was on um during his short career at Don Doroteo. Yes, Garrett is no longer with the company, unfortunately. But Great yeah. fucking guy, man. Oh, yeah. Really, really cool. Does he still do... What is it? How About That Cigar? Yes. He does, yes. Okay, so... So he's one of the co-hosts of How About That Cigar. It looks like you wrote uh, Don Dorito, so I think that's kind of funny. Don Dorito Cigars. <laughs> Caleb, you're the official scribe. We Why did we let Jerry write when he was drunk? Yeah. Well, I was... It just amplified my horrible handwriting. I it was, just made it 10 times worse. I was trying to do it on the Excel spreadsheet on my phone instead of like doing it on the Excel on my laptop. Stupid. Yeah, that was... that was <laughs> Stupid. A, that was a boner on my part. A boner. A big, a boner. big fat boner. A big fat boner. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like... An average size boner. No, that was just a fuck uh. up. You failed. <laughs> well, I... From what I remember about the cigar, because I'm usually drunk a lot... Um, it did have that little bit of saltiness to it, that earthy taste, but like overall, like oh my god, the two flavors that you named are in the name. Yeah, but it really it the name played, was it earthy. The, yeah, I said that what about <laughs> salty and earthy. Was the, it leafy too? Uh, tasted like a flaming plant rod. Oh my god! But um, like you know, the name really did pair well with what the cigar was going for. Um, Another was, one of those cigars that had like a crazy age on the tobacco. Yes. What is it like thirteen years or Some something it, crazy yeah. like that? Some of it was like eleven to thirteen years old. Yeah, a lot of age on there. Just smelled nice. The whole room was smelling good. Uh, long, longer smoke. Just smoked it slow. Really enjoyed it. And, you know, it's just nice having Garrett on too to talk to as well. Perfect. Uh, love that. Uh, we're gonna go on uh, number three, and this is gonna be Caleb. All well, right. before you get into that, toss me a later. Oh yeah, and I also need another drink because uh, that was a bad throw. But we are on uh, cigar number three. But I also need my third pour as well if we're gonna keep track. You know, I mean, I Ooh. fuck it, come get Twas it. The yeah, come, come, get it. come get it. Twas the third pour of Christmas, and Jerry gave to me Uncle Nearest times three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, definitely looking forward to the next three, our top three of the master top ten list that we came up with drunk in the garage last week. Uh, a, a couple honorable mentions are going to be coming up, too. So, uh, Caleb, why don't you take it away? Number three. This right. is one that I loved. All right. Scoring a 92, we have the Pledge of Allegiance. And uh, this is the wingman that we smoked the size, right? But, uh, dude, that was... No, no, that no. Were, the this is the Pledge of Allegiance was just the Pledge of Allegiance. That was, oh, okay. No, the Pledge of Allegiance. The, the, the wingman was the... Uh, the Green The one. Allegiance. Oh, yes. the... Also a cigar that was very good, but the Pledge of Allegiance was just a little bit better. Got a 92 overall, and we smoked it on the 4th of July as well. So, you know what? I, you know, it was just a great smoke. Me and Gio hunted these things down. We knew they were dropping, uh... Our local got five boxes, and by the time me and Gio got to get them, we drove out to the middle of nowhere to get the a box of them. They were all gone. And we bought singles, too. Yes. Like, just to have. The th three boxes were gone. There was a box of singles, and then we had a box put aside for us. So uh, thank you to that shop uh, for hooking us up. That cigar was unbelievable. Yes, I think I have three or four left. I can't remember. I Dude, we... 
I'm just throwing it out there. EPC, you might have stole our fucking name. <laughs> yeah. That was actually just really funny. No, obviously we're joking, but they had we that. did like a couple, like a month or two. We, we were when we did the allegiance. We were like, they should do a pledge of allegiance, and then all of a sudden it got announced. And then the on episode, Half Wheel, the and, episode was called like "Pledge Allegiance to the Herf." Yep, and that was a that was a great episode. It had nothing to do with the Pledge of Allegiance cigar. It was just the allegiance. So, uh, great score, ninety two. Um, great theme, great box, overall presentation on it, like. Representing yeah. America and everything like that. It was, it was awesome. Perfectly I, planned by EPC. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of my personal most <clears throat> anticipated cigars of the year. Like, non-taxed. Yeah. Was 20 bucks. Like. A very expensive cigar. Very limited. Like, mm-hmm. you can't get them. Like, if you got your hands on them, guys, hoard them, fuckers. I see guys searching for them still. As they should. I mean, online, I see guys looking for them. As they should. I mean, we gave it a 92. I can only imagine what some other cigar. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, a cigar aficionado. So the regular Allegiance was their number five cigar of the year Mm -hmm. for aficionado. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that made it into, like, the top three or top two. They don't discriminate brands on having multiple in their top ten. They did. uh, speaking of Cigar Aficionado, obviously this is like release week for them. They're now, I don't know if you've noticed, they've started putting out their top 25. Yeah. Uh, I think they just did like 7, 6, and 5 today. And I didn't get a chance to look at it. Oh. I'll pull it up while we're going through this. But they yeah. did. They're they're deep into the list right now. You pull that up. Yeah, we could talk about that here. And then we'll see if there's anything on there where I can be like, what the fuck are they thinking? I just hate that they put some cigars that are... Oh, they actually got up to their number two. Oh. That, see, I knew they started pu- punching it out. All right. Well, so the EPC, the Allegiance, they did the Confidant size, was the number five cigar of the year for them. This year? Yes. The green one? Yes. Yeah, dude, that was an amazing, was, uh, that was a great cigar. Yeah, the Wingman was massive. It was a long fucking cigar. Yeah. But uh, to touch on that Pledge of Allegiance, like, Every now and then the hunt just surpasses expectations, and that was one of the few times like I've went for like hoping for a cigar, and it you like you know it's gonna be good, but then like when you smoke, you're like this is fucking incredible. Well, that being said, we're at number two. Who's up? Uh, Geo, Geo, Geo. Number two, number two. Man, <laughs> you know what it is, but man, look at my handwriting, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, I know exactly what it is, but holy crap, bro. God, thank. how do you do the paper copies at work? <laughs> I know I should exclusively do computer work, but I mean, I'm just so fast that it now or it's like five minutes. But all right. Number two, this is going to be seems crazy that. This always seems to happen because it ha- happened last year when we did our top cigars. We put this cigar on the back burner for about a month trying to get Nick to do it with us. It worked out perfectly. Just say it. I obviously just kind of ruined it, but. The Night Commander by Foundation Cigars. Tabernacle Night Commander. That was one I was looking forward to with when a- we first heard the, that this was going to be released. I just saw the picture and I was like, this is something I'm looking forward to. overall. Caleb putting out an ISO in our group chat in search of. Yeah, yeah. I, well, 
you know what? We were in search of the Sedinger. So just like seeing this project was coming up, we're like, well, we got, we did that. No, I mean, after we smoked it, you put the ISO in our group chat. Where can I get another one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely want another one. See? Yeah, I know a guy. This uh, cigar was unbelievable. Uh, The blend is amazing. Uh, Dude, just unbelievable fucking cigar. Uh, The conversation was great. Great episode. Uh, it was like one of those cigars that you're like, man, I really hope this lives up to the expectations, and it surpassed what you thought it would be, and it was even better than that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't give a lot of high ratings, and I think I gave that, what, a fucking 96? Something absurd for you. Geo Gio gave the highest score out of the three of us. That was his highest rated cigar yeah. of the year. That, yeah, I don't. I think maybe there's one other cigar that was close. And me and Jerry went with 93 each. So I loved that cigar. Oh yeah, loved it. Loved it. Um, obviously, if if you have the opportunity to fucking find that cigar, give it a whirl, man. Well, what's it's gonna nice exceed your expectations. It's an annual production. It's not gonna be one of those super. Let me just throw this out there, dude. OG. True. You want first run, dude. First run. Always. If you can get it, first run. Why not? Oh, so you're telling me next year you won't try and buy another box? I'm not saying I won't. <laughs> I'm not saying I will. I probably will. <laughs> Unless I have OGs, though. You'll still buy another one. But You have a problem. That wraps up number two. Uh, well, all right. Let's get into our honorable mentions. Who wants to go first? Well, I'll get into mine since i am still got the camera on me. So... My honorable mention is a cigar that, you know, very easily could have cracked the top 10. It was one of my favorite cigars. Anytime I saw singles at the local shop, I made sure I bought one. And I can't wait to see the other iterations of the cigar that are coming out, you know, next year. The Quinquagenario by Roma Craft Tobacco. Actually, for the show, scored a 90, so... Yeah, and a, a really good cigar. Like, we're talking, you know, one simple point could have been the difference for this being a top ten cigar. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is your honorable mention. This is one of those cigars that I smoked fifteen of. Just the perfect size cigar. Uh, have any time ever had a bad experience with it? Either? I've never had a bad one. It never had a bad one. Not once. The thing is, it has this, like... This is going to sound a little weird to describe a cigar. It has, like, this almost funky, different taste to the cigar that I... I know it might turn some guys off, but I'm telling you, try it. It's worth trying. But it's different. It is a different blend that, for some reason, it just makes you want another one. I would chain smoke this fucking thing. That's why I have four boxes sitting in my humidor. Well, the smell of that cigar when you first lit it was amazing. It's different, it, right? It doesn't smell like a normal cigar. No, it just had this very almost instant like chocolatiness to the air. Not just like the cold draw or when you're you know smoking it, but just like the smell. You're like, dude, there's some cocoa in the room. Yeah, and I'm did we when we had Skip himself on to talk about it while we were smoking it. I remember it was the day before the Miami Bills game and uh skip said that we better get ready to start crying or something along those lines i, I and we absolutely blew them out i so bet skip, on the, i bet on the dolphins like you said and didn't work out for me and, and skip 
And then on top of that, we beat up his Cowboys. Whoop the Cowboys ass. So, Skip, we're looking forward to having you back on. I can't wait to uh, talk to you about that. Hey, wait, wait. In the words of uh, one Stephen A. Smith. How about them cowboys? <laughs> Seriously, yo, my man went on. Did you see his whole rant in his house? Oh, it was hilarious. I was dying. Yeah, super awesome. Uh, that brings Caleb. Do you do you want to do your honorable mention, or do you want me yeah, to do mine? No, I'll, I'm I'm ready for mine. Go ahead, buddy. All right, my honorable mention for 2023 was La Bamba by Espinosa. Uh, we had Hector on. From Espinosa, the blender, and uh, we decided to smoke this one. I think it was the ninth edition, so it was a LE. Uh, dude, it was a fantastic cigar. I had a couple of those, smoked them all. Every time I smoked it, it was great. It had the shape of a torpedo, like on a you know, like or a shape like one of, of the missile, old plane like bomb. bombs. Yes, had the yeah. exact same shape, and the band was really cool because it was also that shape as well. I'm just throwing it out there, Caleb. Do you think um, do you think that they call it La Bamba because it looks like a bomb? Um, I don't, not too good with the Spanish, but probably. That was a joke, buddy. Of course, <laughs> that's why it's called the Bomba. <laughs> yeah. It was a great cigar. You know what I liked about that episode with Hector this year? Uh, not a lot of cigar talk. Yeah. We talked about blending a little bit, and then, like, you know, obviously we know Hector's, uh, you know, ex Miami PD. So it was kind of fun to talk some police shit with a guy that does it on, you know, the, the opposite side of the, the country. Yeah. I well, I, like, the bottom of the country yeah, it's technically up. another side there's four it corners is. of the u.s it is it is it is but the closer side yeah 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 but i love that cigar as well uh my honorable mention was the crown heads las calaveras 23 uh that cigar scored a 90 for us it was a great cigar uh what i really liked about it was the broadleaf on it um i'm pretty sure it was made in the pepin garcia factory I believe this you're year. Correct. Um, and do they're just killing it with the broadleaf. Uh, what a collaboration. Obviously, I wouldn't say it's a full collaboration, but I mean, like, obviously, using the broadleaf and making the cigar there really helped out. Uh, dude, that thing is amazing. So, not a lot of boxes out there, guys. Don't sleep on it. It's an honorable mention, but it's a high honorable mention. Every- uh, any one of these cigars could have easily been in the top 10. So. Every time I smoked that Lost Cal this year, it was a great smoke. Smoked a couple of them. Uh, obviously, it looks pretty I think cool. we did like the LC46 or the 50, something like that. Yeah, you guys remember. did that with Jake, I believe. And oh, yeah, you, were, you weren't there for that one. I was, I was uh, on the beat. But yeah, every time I smoked it, I smoked a couple while golfing this summer. And uh, enjoyable experience every single time. Loved it. Uh, that being said, we only have one left. Uh, what do you want to do with this? Well, I think, uh, beforehand, Caleb, you said you got their, uh, number two. Let's, I want to see what, in comparison, we have what we got here. We won't give it too much time. I want to see, just give the names over gloss. We won't need to talk about it unless we get one. What the fuck? All right. I have 10 through two from Cigar Aficionado. Okay. Um, number 10, El Pupo, Bellicoso. Grande, El Popo, whatever. It's the one with the octopus. That's their number 10. <laughs> this is why I'm glad we made Caleb read it. <laughs> I love making Caleb read shit like this, so you're going to just you're gonna read the list, so go for it. I'm not right. helping you with this one. All right, El Pupo. <laughs> so that one, so that Worth one. it right here. 
<laughs> so that was number 10. We didn't smoke that one. I don't know if you guys did. I didn't. I've never even heard of it. Uh, number nine, La Aroma de Cuba, Mi Amor, Bellicoso. Um, okay. Didn't smoke that exact one. Does that mean my love? Yes. yes. Uh, number eight, Elk, Bradley, Pensado, Torpedo. That's Can not I... one of the ones I got a recall this year, is it? No, that was the Diamond Press. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we talked did. about you that. You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So here's one that we smoked during the year. It's number seven. It is Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate Corona. Now, we did smoke it. It got up in the higher 80s. I did really enjoy the cigar, especially the Corona size. But Cigar Fish and I really loved the Blackened M81. So that got number seven this year, which, you know huh. what? They, had, they rated it like a 93 overall. Um, their number six is Partagas Series P number two. I believe that's a Cuban, right, guys? Yeah, it might be. They also have like the American version of Partagas too. Yeah, uh, not American, <coughs> but non-Cuban. Yeah, yep. Partagas Partagas makes some good stuff. Uh, number five. I already said it. The EP Carrillo. 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 Allegiance Confident. Confident. That was their number five. Uh, number four. Rocky Patel ALR Second Edition Toro. Okay. Um, we smoked that last year, so that's why it didn't make our list. We smoked it with Max the first time, right, guys? No, it would have been. I think we smoked the first edition. Yeah, we smoked, oh, smoked the, the first, first edition. edition yeah. uh, they're number three, Olivier, Series V, Milanio, Toro. Uh, actually, great cigar. I did their Lancero of that. Amazing smoke. What else we got? Uh, and they're number two, Padron, Siri, 1926, number 48, Maduro. Uh, dude, I'm just throwing it out there. What I really appreciate about like our lists and lists like Half Wheel, and this is not to I do I'm this is no disrespect to Cigar Aficionado. It's always the same brands from Cigar Aficionado. Obviously, they don't. I I feel like they just don't give the smaller to the... yeah to the smaller guys. Well, they these did. are all your you know legacy brands. These are all the brands that advertise with them. Well, they did give, you know, they were nice enough to give Mike the uh, 90, 291s this year. That was half wheel. Oh, that, oh, that was half wheel. All right. Well, yep. then, well, we'll leave it at that. So I won't say anything negative. Listen, about Cigar Aficionado, I feel like their number one is definitely like, you know, that has some weight, like number two, if it's a non-Cuban year, but, or the number one's a Cuban, whatever you want to call it. But that's a little tough for me. Like. Okay, I could see the Drew Estate like being in that list. Dude, like, but what I don't... This is the one issue I have, right? It's the same ones in different sizes that make it every year. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean... Well, that, that ALR definitely was a great smoke. That wasn't about yeah. the ALR. Well, I'm talking about say, like yeah. the Padron 1926. I know, it's like, <laughs> all right, how, how, many, how many fucking times is the 1926 in just a different... Vitola gonna make the, the top ni- ten or the 1964. We know it's a 10. great fucking cigar, dude. We all know because it's on the list in the top ten every fucking year. Their number one. This so obviously we're filming on the twentieth. Their number one is gonna come out tomorrow. So we'll we'll take a peek at it. <clears throat> That's I I listen. I'm not saying Padron makes bad cigars because that would be idiotic to say. I just don't see how a cigar that we've had what dozens of iterations of. Like, where's their new blends? Like, when you're Padron, man, you don't have to, bro. It sells itself. Right. Like, legacy brand. 
like Fuente doesn't need help selling. Padron doesn't need it. Like, uh, I that's a tough one for me. I would love to know what their like options were. Do they even like? They don't smoke any other non-legacy brands. Not too sure, but um, to be on their top twenty-five, all stars have to score above a ninety, and they do smoke three of each minimum. So they do have like, some guidance to like. like their our number rating. four cigar was a Don Doroteo, which is a company that's two years old. Like, and I don't care what it is. Like, if it's good, I'm going to give them credit for it. Like, that's my problem with that like list there. Like, you need to. How is it that no, it's Drew Estate, EP Carrillo, my father, any Altidus product, Partagas, Fuente, they, that's that's who's going to make up their top 25. I feel like you see some different brands uh, in the 25 to 10, 25 to 11. That's where you might see a little yeah. diversity away from the legacy brands. And this is not to take away from legacy brands. We all know that they, they're they very important to the company. Listen, they're the guys that fight the big fight. They do the advertising. Right, we talk... They, they make great cigars. Every cigar they put out is amazing. We all know it. Right. Like, we just smoked the, the, the white label with Max that was incredible. Like, it got a 91. The only reason it's not on here is because the cigar is two years old. Exactly. Like, it... It's a great cigar. They make great products. I just... That's crazy to me, and like I'm happy that the ALR because Rocky needed that. But all right, guys, fuck it. Let's get to our number one because I think it's. Do you want to just do our number one? Well, I guarantee Cigar Aficionado will not have this cigar as the number one. Let me <laughs> just point th- put that out there. I agree to that. Uh, who who's gonna be our our big guy? I think I think you should. I, I think, think this is this is captain, you, buddy. Man. This is why is this, this me? You, because you, man, this was the, this was the one that you were a big part of putting together for us. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, this year uh, our number one cigar is a one hundred dollar bomb. If you are fortunate enough to buy it, it's the uh, NFT Anarchy by Tatawahe. Uh, it it was in a dude. It was a fantastic fucking cigar. Um, dude, <clears throat> there's just cigars you just you you hear a hundred bucks and you're like, no. You ever see like the uh, like Bugs Bunny? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, this was a one hundred percent yes for me. Uh, again, also did not have to, I didn't have to buy this. So I do, I do want to go out there, uh, shameless plug here. Uh, thank you to unicornsmokes.com. Uh, Rob and Alex, thank you guys for popping into for that one. Great conversation. It was awesome to talk about the project. That cigar was amazing. Uh, did I get to the score? You did not say the score. 95 from us. Uh, that was one of those ones, man. I'm telling you, dude, if you have the opportunity to just buy one, it's YOLO, dude. YOLO. You only live once, man. Just fucking buy it. Just try it. Just to say you had it. Oh, it was great. Yeah. what you guys think? Amazing. Um, first of all, overall presentation, like the box, all the goodies that came with it, the coin, everything, just the artwork, the story behind buying it, how much money it, it overall cost. It better be for $80,000. It deserves a 10 overall for that, automatically. I scored it a 96. You gave it a 95. Gio gave it a 94. Very high scores from the three of us. Like Just the, constructed perfectly. You got a nice stack of dimes. You could drop the cigar. The ash wouldn't fall off. And this perfectly is a cigar that you're going to be able to get to. 
Um, it's going to be available. Uh, obviously, you can get those at unicornsmokes.com. Check them out. Uh, you can get them. They're available. Reach yeah. out to Rob and Alex. They're good guys. They will take care of you if you're looking for it. And, you know, maybe it's a cigar you want to gift to somebody. Maybe you don't want it for you. Maybe you just want to give it to that aficionado of the family and let them enjoy it. You know, uh, it's a great cigar. Uh, dude, 95, fantastic fucking cigar. Loved it so much, I had to go out and do my due diligence and source the original Anarchy box, which I was fortunate enough to get a nice original from 2010. Nice. So I didn't smoke those yet. Uh, I have 15 of them. Looking forward to that. Dope. Yeah. What'd you think of it, G? That was just a crazy experience. I mean, when you see all the stuff that came into it, and I think overall, too, there's another part of it that, like, that technology can be integrated into other facets of the cigar industry down the line and really, really help, like, with the authenticity of things. Like, I think it's just going to be overall good for the industry. And then on top of that, you got, you know... There's that allure. I also don't think now I'll bulk so much at, you know, these super expensive cigars. Like, when I see fucking Davidoff with their fucking $500 Oro Blanco, I hope one day we can get someone to give us those for free. There you go, man. But do we, that. Does that mean we leveled up? We smoked the $100 cigar. Like, what's the next level? It's got to be the... The what? Oro Blanco? Or the Oliva, the golden wrapper one. That's a three hundred dollars thick right there. Oh I mean, yeah, if yeah. Anyone, so you got to level up. You just going up one level. If anyone wants to send us those, like I'd be happy getting them for free. Just you know, <laughs> putting it out, putting it out there. You know. The whole thing's like a Cavalier Viso. You just the whole thing's gold. <laughs> yeah, I love gold. Not a bit burned. The whole gold. I love whole, to smoke gold. The gold foil the, on the wrapper the whole way through. <laughs> not a Look bad. This thing. The whole thing didn't ash. The whole cigar. Look at it. Not 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 a bad idea out there. Guys, Cavalier. I've been shitting gold for a week and a half. I think something's wrong. What are you inhaling? <laughs> you inhaling the product? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that wraps up our top ten, man. Obviously, we'll post the master list for you guys. Uh, Jerry's gonna have fun editing this episode and posting all these. I ain't posting this shit. I'm just gonna post the list, and that's <laughs> it. Uh, that's can, your job. You can, post that shit under 2023's or, top 10. Or we'll just make like a reel. Like we did our own individual reels of our no, favorite cigars. No, Gio knows what I mean. Oh, well, I'm just Gio saying. Gio knows. I'm just saying. He knows. I'm working I, I my creative brain. And obviously, you know, the show was not, it's not even close over. We still have one one cigar uh, giveaway to do. We, I, we have Patrol Gone Wild and News with Caleb and then a wrap up of the cigar. So hang in there, guys. Uh, we're kind of just getting started. Oh, bam. Oh, really quickly, I just, maybe, since we're talking top tens and stuff, I just want to go over two quick top ten lists with you guys. Really quick. I think we could fit in the in this show. Go ahead. We're, uh, we're not on a time. Top, top ten songs of 2023 and top ten movies. And now movies aren't by overall ratings. They're by uh, gross sales for ticket sales. Okay. So okay. what do you guys want to do first, songs or movies? Go for songs. We're at an hour and ten minutes already, oh, and wait. we have a lot to get to. All right, hold on. No, it's not loading. Just I'm on. It's, Perfect. It's all right. Well, well, I'll touch Let's on. Let's just mo- do the song. We'll, oh, you got we'll movies? Go movies. I got movies. So this is top grossing movies of 2023. All right. Um, going from bottom to top. Yeah, gonna start with number ten. So this is one. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I actually haven't. I've only seen one movie in the top ten. So number ten, Sound of Freedom. This is by Angel Studios. It was about child trafficking. So it was a privately produced. All right. Never film. saw it. 
It was number 10. Okay. Um, Number nine, John Wick, chapter four. Didn't even know they made a chapter Didn't two. Didn't even know <laughs> that it was out. Yeah. Uh, Number eight, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantum Leap. Actually... Quantum Mania. Oh, Quantum Mania. Actually, this movie got rated one of the fourth worst movies of the year. <laughs> but- so it grossed a lot of sales, but like as an overall movie rating, it was the fourth worst. <laughs> Most, making money doesn't mean good quality. <laughs> All right. Also, at number six, we have The Little Mermaid, which is also the third worst <laughs> film of the year as well. So, gross a lot of money, but overall, people hated it. Dude, I got to just throw this out there. This kind of goes back to uh, Gio saying, like, we, we have, like, internal jokes that we talk about. This was, like, Gio saying he would like to just, like, do a podcast where it's just him taking a shit, and it's just the sound effects, <laughs> and it would do better than... Some other things. Uh, number five, we have Oppenheimer. Now, this was actually contested as one of the number one rated movies of 2023. I heard but, nothing but good things about that yeah, movie. Gr- uh, gross sales, number five overall. Okay. Uh, number four, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, this is the only movie that I've seen this year that's on this list. Uh, overall, eh, it was okay. Okay. Uh, so, like three kids movies so far. Yeah, uh, well, here's another kid's movie. Number three. Barbie. Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, and this is the second one. I think the second volume or whatever. I don't know. It's another kid movie. I don't watch it. Spider-Man? I'm over superheroes. Uh, Number two, Super Mario Bros. movie. With uh, Chris Pratt. He was Mario? Jim Carrey, I think, was uh, Dr. Robotnik. No, 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 that's Sonic. That's Sonic. Sonic? Oh, shit. Never mind. This was uh, Charlie Day was Luigi. Oh, dude, I heard bad things about the Sonic movie. Actually, yeah, I heard Sonic bad things. He had teeth and shit, and people were making fun of that. Oh, the Sonic movie sucked, but that was a couple of years ago. Terrible. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Yeah, I've heard Super Mario was good, actually. Yeah, it was I did. funny. I you know didn't what? see it. I lied. I did see that movie. It's good. For All kids. Right. All right. Uh, number one, Barbie. Oh, fuck. I thought that was three. It was the number one grossing movie. Yeah. That makes total sense. Who is it? Who's in that? Ryan Gosling and uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. So you know I, what I like about that I, is if they, you're ever curious of what Barbie looks like with no clothes on, just go watch Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. For all you pervs out there, for all you nice. kids out there uh, all that the, are illegally listening to this podcast, that's clearly labeled eighteen and up. All, if all you want to know what Barbie looks like without her top? All on, them girl dads were like. Hell yeah. <laughs> I just got to say, out of that top 10 movie list, I've only seen two out of the 10. So it just goes to show you, I'm getting older, and movies and stuff like that, totally irrelevant to me nowadays. For sure. Uh, Yeah. Well, Caleb, I know your movie top 10 is also coincidentally the same as the Pornhub top 10. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, my, my top 10 movies are pretty much all mob movies or all like police. I was talking about of 2023. <laughs> Uh, cool your jets. <laughs> We're not doing the top songs, are we? Did you oh, get it up? Yeah, I got it. Up. All right, go ahead. Let's go. Right. Ten, ten to one. Number ten. Rima and Selena Gomez. Calm down. Never heard of it. <laughs> go ahead. Next. Yeah, we'll just. <laughs> that's how. That's how irre- irrelevant it is. Next. Number nine. Olivia Rodrigo. Get him back. Never heard of it. Never Next. heard it. <laughs> oh, hold on. How, how the fuck did you fuck this up already? <laughs> no, it's just not scrolling. Oh, here we go. Number eight. Pink. Panthers and Ice Spice, Boys a Liar Part 2. See, now, I've actually heard of this song, but I didn't know there was a Part 2. Okay. okay. All right. I mean, Ice Spice, uh, kind of thick with it, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Not my uh, type, boy. but just saying. Uh, number seven, Troy Savan, Rush. Never heard of it. 
God, are we really getting that old? Number six, boy genius in lowercase letters. Not strong enough. Never heard of it. Never or, heard it. No, never. This is bad. I, I know. Hopefully, we at least heard the top. Some of the top five. So number five, I'm sure you all heard of. I personally hate this song. Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red. I think she's demonic, and she should cut the shit. No, I haven't heard it. <laughs> you never heard it? Paint the Town Red? No. She sucks. Okay, next. All right, number four. Uh, another one you've probably heard of. Miley Cyrus, Flowers. I mean, I've heard of Miley Cyrus, so at least heard of half of it, but... All right. I, think, I like the Stitches version of Miley Cyrus. I have no idea. I don't even know what that means. Uh, for anybody out there listening, just uh, YouTube the music video, this cinematic masterpiece that is Molly Cyrus. Molly, Molly Cyrus by Stitches. You, oh, you'll oh thank Stitches, me. the rapper with the stitches on his face and stuff like that? Okay. I, I don't know the Molly Cyrus, but I know who he is, that lunatic. Okay, all right. All right, number three. Uh, where are we at? Here we go, here we go. Number three, um, Bizarap and Shakira, Bizarap Music Sessions, Volume 53. Never heard of it. No idea what that is. Uh, number two, Billie Irish, What Was I Made For? I heard of her, never heard this song. I mean, I know why you've heard of her. <laughs> Just next. Bazungas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number one um i think it's sza kill bill or is it sizza i don't know sizza never heard of her or the song so out of touch with this top 10 list what's going on Siza actually could sing like she's actually very talented but all right next that's it that was number one kill bill was number one never even i I know the movie kill bill (laughs) never heard of any of those dude we're getting old and i guess music and movies are out of touch we're out of touch. i'm sure a lot of our listeners right now are like I hate all of those lists. <laughs> yeah, I hate them too. Your top ten was terrible too. <laughs> Just kidding. Smoke all of those. They're all amazing. Yeah, you're like I like John Wick though. <laughs> Didn't make it, man. Didn't make it. John Wick of this generation is like our Jason Bourne. Yeah, that's who we think of. We're like that's Jason Bourne. Amazing. John Wick, that dude, very supportive of the Buffalo region. Yeah. Uh. Dude, we still have one thing to give away. We have uh, Patrol Gone Wild. I think we should get into Patrol yeah. Gone Wild. What do you think, Caleb? Let's do it up. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll find that button. Press Patrol Gone Wild. We're doing it big. All right. This is an old story. It's a couple years old. I think out of 2014. But uh, police investigate Nativity Donkey squashed to death by an obese man at Spanish Christmas Market. So, yes, this is from December 14th. Uh, so we have a nativity donkey. So this is a real live donkey that someone owned was used in a nativity scene around Christmas time where an obese man climbed into its pen and sat on the donkey to take a picture. <laughs> and it was a five-month-old donkey, and it was not meant to be ridden. It was just part of the scene. This is out of Lucina, Spain, in Andalusia. Uh, this man weighed 23 stones. So I don't know what that qualifies as but i'm gonna guess probably pushing 300 pounds so he's he, fat he's, he's fat obese so Jesus. he climbed on the donkey's back to take a picture and uh two days later so the incident took place on december 10th uh two days later the donkey could not stand it it was laying laying down couldn't stand did they euthanize it and kill it it couldn't heal from its injuries so they did have to euthanize and kill the animal it 
they the doctor oh, said God. it felt like the animal would have been burning from the inside. Spent three days in agony before they decide to euthanize the well, dog. Well, that got dark. <laughs> Why the fuck did you read that part? I, now that guy definitely deserves to get charged. Well, it's uh, it's pretty worse because like other like headlines. Pretty said, worse. Other headlines said that the nativity scene became a slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look, All right. I'm looking they at a killed. Bit. They killed the donkey yeah. in the nativity scene. No, no, but that like the, they were using as like headlines to just spread the news because there is a picture of this guy. He is definitely fat. He's definitely pushing 300 pounds. <laughs> no offense to anyone out there who's 300 pounds, but you don't sit. You on know, a I just feel like it would have been way funnier though, and way more punny if it was a camel. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that broke the camel's back. <laughs> There he is. So 23 the, stones. <laughs> so I'm going to, in the meantime, when we switch like to the stories, I'm going to look at what 23 stones equals. But uh, no charges are listed in this uh, article, but they said this isn't the first time that the nativity scene has been uh, vandalized or taken advantage of. Someone uh, hit an animal with a cane and knocked its eye out a couple years before, too. So what the fuck is wrong with these people in Florida? <laughs> no, this oh, is Spain. Is Florida, Spain. Spain. Oh. So they hit. I saw Stop immediately <laughs> thinking Florida because so everything's fucked up in Florida. <laughs> so someone else also went to this nativity scene with real live animals and they poked an animal with its cane and they popped its eye out. So what are you Spanish people doing over there? <laughs> Clearly <laughs> hating animals. Oh, fuck. That's fucked up. All oh, that's fucked up. But uh, I got a good one out of Florida, of course. We got a Florida man in trouble. Can you believe it? Oh, nope. God. He's in trouble. Looks innocent. Another one. Uh, this is out of Ocala, Florida. Uh, a man from Ocala has found himself behind bars after allegedly flinging an object inside another man's vehicle and whipped a sword out during a road rage fight because he revved his engine. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Gervacchio Arcuna Jr. was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. With intent to kill damage to property 1,000 or more, or throwing a missile into a vehicle <laughs> after the incident that unfolded near the 800 block of Southwest Highway 200 in Ocala last Friday, according to an arrest affidavit this, from Marion County Sheriff's Office. This is actually the next trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6, because it takes place in Florida. Uh, this is amazing. He has the missile in his pocket. Uh, so apparently, Gio, uh, this man was revving his engine, and the guy next to him got real pissed off. So the guy was like, fuck you, and threw shit at the guy's car. And the dude got mad about it, so he got out of his car with a sword. This, everything about this is awesome. Yeah, this is a fucking fantastic story, right? So this dude obviously caught a couple charges. He went to jail. Uh, I am so curious of what's going to happen. I'm going to try and follow the story a little more closely. Uh, but, dude, Florida, you just expect the unexpected, man. Ocala, what's going on down there, man? Bro, this uh, Aranka Jr. guy, man, he's like the dude from The Princess Bride. Dude is just... He, you he, killed my father, now you must die. He wielded a sword out of his fucking car and just, like, went after the guy. <laughs> like, you can't make that You revved up. your engine, now you must die. Mm-mm. He revved his engine. Oh. And the guy got mad. So he was like, fuck you. He probably didn't say fuck you. He probably said it in Spanish or something. Threw some shit in his car. Apparently, it was something bad. It was so, probably like an M80 or something. Okay, because you said missile or something like that. So I was like, was it a firework? Or did this guy have like 
maybe a, a Labamba. Hasn't been, this guy's hasn't been said yet, but okay. the dude came out with a sword and apparently menaced the guy a little bit too. First I, off, all right, if the guy throws a fucking missile as worded per Florida law in your car, <laughs> and you come back with a sword, I feel like you're a little warranted here, dude. No, 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 no. No, he had a sword and a he missile. He threw the missile and had the sword. Oh, this is... This You're is, missing the point. This guy had this the man full was just halo. Rev, he was revving his engine. Fucking... The dude next to him was like probably like... Chill, <laughs> chill out, bro. Ne- never mind. Yeah, he was yeah. probably thinking some shit. And he goes, fuck you, loser. And the guy's like, oh, okay, yeah, me? I'm a fucking loser. He threw a fuck, a fu- like a firework or something, clearly, because obviously... A battle racket. A, a missile or something. Yeah, that's probably what it was. And then the guy got out of his car, and then the man who threw the bottle rocket or whatever the fuck it was got out of the car with a sword. Dude, this guy had, like... He was playing Halo 2. He had the fucking saber and the rocket launcher. It's like a fucking cheat code for any of our fucking old Halo players out there. <laughs> gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say meth was probably involved here. <sighs> no drug charges on that, but... Mm. Uh, that being said, Gio, what do you got for a story for us, buddy? All right, guys, I sent you this one. I said this is gonna be my patrol... Make sure you get this here. I want you guys to see this here. I feel oh, yes. like you'll appreciate this. Yeah. Why don't you just read it, buddy? <laughs> Drunk driver crashes into the president's motorcade. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. President Biden was getting into an armored SUV to go back to his Kemp campaign headquarters with uh, the first lady. Some Jill. Idiot. Decided to have the worst drunk driving day ever and crashed into one of the Secret Service vehicles that were blocking the street. Kept going. Must have not seen that whole carousel of cars in the way. After he hit the car, tried to keep going until Secret Service vehicles surrounded him guns drawn. Can I just throw it out there? Is there anything worse on Earth than one getting into a car and crashing into... The president's motorcade. Dude, there's nothing worse. That is the ultimate car accident. Here's the thing. Like you, you shouldn't be able to get even close to that. True. True. Uh, the funny thing about this was, like, because I saw videos of this, at the exact moment when the car hit the motorcade and you can hear the crash, some reporter is asking Biden a question. They're like, President Biden, why are your poll numbers so low? They're like, you're losing to Trump. And he goes, wrong poll. And then all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> crash. That's the best part. Just like the question that was asked, and then you just you hear the crash. I love it. For like, legitimately, they didn't release the the guy's name at all. Like, yeah, because he's in fucking Guantanamo Bay right now, (laughs) fucking waterboarded. Yeah, they're probably. I mean, if you're gonna be serious about this, like Secret Service, they probably could take this as like an attempt on the president's life so 100 yeah. so they, what I'm saying. they they did say they, they didn't, didn't believe they did. there was a credible yeah. threat on the president but okay yeah so you think ch- the guy is like the guy got charged with dwi inattentive driving so it just this fucking retard hit the car and decided to keep going and i know we've all been there before when a car won't stop <laughs> oh yes and so suddenly it turned into like Nine Secret Service guys that probably have their fucking pistols thinking this dude's trying to kill the president. I can assure you that chase didn't get called off. Yeah, dude. Talk about a bad day. Because immediately once this guy realized, oh my God, there's 20 guns in my face. Can you imagine? (laughs) Can you imagine the feeling? 
of being that man. That'll sober you Do up. Do you think he That'll instantly sober sobered quick. up or oh, was... Yeah. Dude. He probably shat himself, much like our president does occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> it's rumored. Rumored. Dude. Oh, man. Talk about... <laughs> yes. What a fucking horrible... <laughs> Obviously. Uh, I don't advocate for drunk driving. And, like, I get sometimes people make mistakes. But, like... The only way that could have been worse is if he like actually seriously hurt someone, or the president. Yeah, that'd be. Oh, curious. What happens if he actually like injured? Like that's got to be federal prison. And yes, like they probably would shoot him on sight. Honestly, probably. Yeah. Do you think eliminate the threat? Yeah. Okay. He accidentally rams the president's motorcade by chance. Hits the president's car. Right. Just whatever. Do you think he? We even think no, it's a DUI. Mm. I think the narrative turns into the conspiracy Caleb version of they attempted to assassinate the president, and now the family they murdered him, and the family didn't get an autopsy report. Conspiracy, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, if he hit the president's car, I'm definitely saying guns drawn, shots fired. Guys, probably Dead. Swiss cheese. I don't think they even question it. Yeah, I think it's just uh, Here, here's the, the carpet gets lifted. It's the president of the United States. Uh, Secret Here, Service here's the has thing. a job to do. We don't even... Th- there's no investigation. It's... Yeah, you hit, yeah, somebody hit the president's car. They're dead. Yep. I would I would assume. That, that, that's the headline. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We're not releasing the name at this time. Threat eliminated. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Dude, that being said... Uh, that wraps up Patrol Gone Wild this week. Three great stories, guys. I like it. Uh, obviously, we know this is going to be a sponsored segment next week. Uh, looking forward to that, too, man. Uh, DTT is now going to be the official sponsor of down uh, the Down to Herfs Patrol Gone Wild. So we are looking forward to that uh, and bringing you guys some more great, crazy police stories and headlines from around the country and world. So looking forward to that. Caleb, uh you got a couple news stories you wanted to get into tonight, right? Possibly a fourth. Possibly a Possibly fourth. Possibly a fourth. We, we usually do three, but maybe a fourth. All right. Well, let's get into those. All right. Little Elf here with the uh, news of the day. <laughs> we have uh, Arturo Fuente and Padrone Legends collaboration delayed until 2024. Uh, so last month, Arturo Fuente shipped... Two shipping containers. Uh, hold on, article here. So two <laughs> shipping containers uh, with 750 boxes, so roughly about 2,000 cigars, announced uh, for heading to U.S. It's been delayed. Uh, I want to throw this out there. This thing has been delayed. Uh, I saw the release of this cigar in 2022, July. Yeah, saw the box. This thing is been delayed, well, bro. So, so here, there's no surprise. So here. here's where the delay comes in. The two shipping containers that arrived in Tampa, they arrived damaged. So they didn't uh, release what the damages were, but they have to inspect each box individually. So oh. that's where the big delay comes in. So the, the shipping container was damaged. Maybe it fell off during uh, unloading or something like that. Oh, no. So totally unplanned. But this is, you know, they got to inspect for uh, what you call it. Uh, Quality control, well, exactly. Quality control. So, well, this this whole box is going to be like what fifteen hundred bucks or some shit. That's retail. So by the time I'm going to tell you this right now, even in media and doing what we do, we probably will never smoke one of these. Yeah, unless we get very, very nicely gifted. 
by somebody. I can think of maybe one person that might be able to get them for us, but and it's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be cheap, and if we're going to do them, it's it's going to be like one of those. Uh, as Gio said, it's a step up. Yeah, we're gonna have to climb that 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 totem pole to 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 get these. So yeah, I I think I know who you're talking about who will have them. Ugh. So you would be getting if you can get a box of this. It's a forty count box with twenty cigars made by Padrone and twenty by F- Carlos Fuente Senior. Uh, they're seven by fifty Churchills. Uh, so oh my god, they're massive. Nah, so dude, the, the ring gauge ain't bad. So though, the Fuente so cigars, oh, you're right, 50, 50, 50, 50 The Fuente cigars are round and the Padrones are box pressed. So you know, yeah, they were supposed to be released a long time ago, and this is all part of the delay. So. See, if we were to do this, we would have to do it as a two part episode. Essentially, we review the Fuente and the Padrone. Yeah, true. What else you got for all us? All right, story number two: Cro Magnum Clovis stated. For April release in 2024. I want to just touch on this before you get into yeah, the article. Right on. Uh, the Black Irish is now going to be offered in a broadleaf. Dude, this is going to be phenomenal. I am absolutely going to be seeking a box of these because they are going to be amazing. And what's nice is, if I'm correct, these are going to be regular production. I Once a year. So, and as in comparison to the Black Irish, which are almost, I think... Jerry, you're the only person I know that has a box. They only come out like once a year in April. And, and they usually only come in like five packs and samplers. When you can get, unless you yeah. know people that will just sell you the box. Yeah. So like Jerry hinted on with the Black Irish, this is, um, it's a new blend. So it's a 5 by 56 EMH size, uh, barber pole wrap design, Ecuadorian Candela tobacco is in there as well. Um Updated with the Sumatra hybrid binder and filler from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua as well. So MSRP is set for thirteen fifteen a cigar. Um, Five hundred boxes of twenty four cigars. So, Not a lot out there. Ex- I can't yeah. wait to try and hunt down two. So um, <laughs> expect this around April, pending any delays or anything like that, or any damaged shipping containers. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. What else you got for us, Caleb? All right. In whiskey news, we have whiskey advocates are praising an extended EU tariff suspension. So this will make the price of whiskey reasonable in Europe. So uh, President Biden extended this uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, They're going to, instead of doubling the tariff to 50%, they're going to leave it at 25% so that prices are reasonable for an expanded U.S. whiskey market in Europe. So this is very good news for those in the European market that are, you know, chasing U.S. whiskeys. So you're going to keep the price a little lower for a little bit longer until uh, until March 31st, 2025. So that's how long the suspension of the tariff is going to be. So um, very good for you guys in the European market expecting some U.S. whiskeys. Yeah. So Perfect. send us some cheap shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuckers. Well, they'll be able to buy whiskey at a more reasonable price instead of like a higher upcharge with taxes and tariffs. So, so this is something that a lot of European people were really going after. So tariffs were they were set to resume on January first, twenty twenty four, but delayed until twenty twenty five. So, all right, did we have time to get to the last story? Or so here's one I sent you this today. I didn't have time to make a you know thumbnail for this because it just popped up. So Gurkha is suing Davidoff over the Year of the Dragon. Gurkha is suing 
Davidoff. For trademark infringement. Yes, Gurkha is claiming that it violates its own trademarks. So they just filed it yesterday, actually. Um, and they're saying that Gurkha, owned by, uh, you know, their holders, are they say that they register the trademarks that include the Dragon, Dragon Fire, Dragon Lord, Dragon Slayer, Imperial Dragon, Red Dragon, and Royal Dragon. So they're saying they filed the Year of the Dragon... Uh, they filed it back in November 2nd of 2022. But this isn't the first time Davidoff has released the Year of the Dragon. Yeah, Davidoff did the Year of the Dragon in 2012. So, uh, Davidoff is saying that Gurkha did this, this suing, this lawsuit, because Gurkha knew that Davidoff was going to release this in 2023. So, they're saying Gurkha planned this ahead of time, this movement, to get the jump on Davidoff's release. Really? Yes. It's kind of fucked up. Because, but I'll be honest with you, that's probably why we've never done a Gurkha on the show. So Gurkha did the trade. So here's where things get a little fishy and stuff like that. Gurkha did the trademark 11-2-2022, and Davidoff formally announced the release of the Davidoff 2024 Year of the Dragon <sighs> on November the 16th of 2022. So Gurkha had it 14 days ahead of time. So that's where the But isn't this all based on the Chinese New Year, right? Like mm-hmm. the Chinese calendar. Well, Gurkha also is set to release a Year of the Dragon 2024 in late June and wants to ship it like in May. Yeah, which, so I read this art, some of this article when he sent it because I am a fan of the Davidoff Zodiac series. I, they're just. They're cool, man. They're super fucking expensive. They're almost fucking the cost of a goddamn NFT. I can guarantee you we're doing it on the show, though. Yes. It, we will. I've Even made- if they get sued. So. Again, back to that trademark day of 11-2-22, Gurkha said that they've owned the trademark of the dragon since 2009. The the entire dragon. I I guess so. What if some Chinese company comes out there and they start making cigars and they're like, yeah, you own it? Well, first of all, it's like literally our (laughs) culture, you fucking scumbags. Well, a lot of it goes into the packaging and the labeling of it because Davidoff goes with Davidoff Curve Selection 2012, not the year of the dragon. So if you look back to 2012, that's what they're saying. Davidoff Curve Selection 2012, not Year of the Dragon in 2012. So that's where yeah. Gurkha is saying that they had the name first and the trademark on Dragon. Well, what was funny, okay. too, is I guess Davidoff got the <laughs> cease and desist, and they're like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. They're like one of the oldest cigar companies in the world. Pre-embargo Cubans. So, Davidoff. Like, so yeah. So like, Gurkha, with this lawsuit, is uh, seeking damages for lost profits and enhanced damages and costs for attorney's fees as well. Uh, what a way to turn the company around. I like it. <laughs> Here's the thing. like, It's funny. How fucking dumb can you be? Like, Gurkha already has an image problem in this industry for putting out, you know, some subpar quality things because they... And, it's unfortunate because I'm sure they actually probably have some decent products. Like, I've had people tell me there are good Gurkha. I've never smoked a Gurkha, so I can't attest, but you know the person who told it. I've, I've smoked one good Gurkha. I will say that. I've, ha- I've only had one. It was a 10-year anniversary one, and I thought it was great. Do you think that, like, Nepal trademarked the Gurkha? I don't even know what Maybe, it, I don't even It's know a sword. It. Oh, right. it's a sword. It's a sword. It's a kind of sword. Do you think that the Gurkha sword, that company should fucking sue Gurkha? Right. Like, How about that? Your entire fucking, the entire name. Change of, your name, bitch. Yeah, your change your name, fucking name. If your last name is you, Gurkha, sue. Listen, this is not like the anti-Gurkha party, right? Because like, I'm sure they do make some good cigars, right? I've, I've never had one. We haven't reviewed one on the show. Obviously, we smoke a little more small yeah. batch shit, but like, 
Do you think that Gurkha really believes that they're going to win this lawsuit? I don't know, but man, just how dumb... Like, You're I right. They, do, they have an image problem. They do have an image So, issue. okay, I get like with... Henry Clay and Tatuaje, the Fleur de Lis, like that thing. Like but they, 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 they rectified it. Yeah, and he together. Was, and Pete was like, yeah, you know what, man, let me... This went uh, further we'll, than we'll it needed this. to be. Like, what? N- no one on this fucking planet that knows anything about cigars is going to confuse a Davidoff and a Gurkha. Oh, yeah, not at all. <laughs> yeah, not at all. That's so true. Like, <laughs> one has an immaculate reputation. Like when you talk about the cream of the crop, like Davidoff, Davidoff is considered like now they're a massive company, but they're considered one of the like original boutique cigars. Yeah. Like their LEs sell out in minutes. Like the fact minutes, like the year of the dragon, like I'll just to tell you on how anticipated these cigars are for them, their Zodiac series. They've been doing it now uh, since 2012. And, I made arrangements to get us these cigars for the show. Like, we'll be doing them once they come in. And there was a chance I wouldn't get them because I waited two weeks after they came out or something like that. Yeah. Like, two weeks. Yeah. That's that's how anticipated they are. And these are boxes that are, like, five to $600 a box MSRP. And this is no slap in the face of Gurkha, okay? But, dude, I've seen shops that carry Gurkha. And some of these boxes have been sitting there literally since I started smoking cigars. They're the same cigars still on the shelf. Oh, uh, Gurkha to you, man. Whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. That's about it. That's just. I don't know what to say. Like, and I, there's other companies that do Zodiac calendar releases. Drew Estate does them. Boy, uh, Gio really wanted to touch on this story. He made sure you brought this story. Yeah, up. it's I, just weird to me. Like, I felt like it was newsworthy. I mean, it is definitely newsworthy. Instead of, Cigar of, news, this is huge. Instead of the three usual stories, this one just popped into the, you know, after I already made the thumbnail stuff. So it's like, we, we've got to talk about it. It's relevant. Especially yeah. when we're going to be smoking the Year of the Dragon. That being said, Gio, we have one more giveaway to do. All I right. think we have to give it. We have to, we have to do it now. It's, yes. it's time. Do it, it. do it now. All right, do it me, now. Get to the chopper. Get to the list. I'm sure fucking they're going to come after us now. Arnold's coming after us. He'll be like, just give me a cigar and we're good. <laughs> you know what, Arnold, if you're listening, now's a perfect invitation to have you on the show. Uh, we can- I'm not going to lie. You should slide in his DMs like uh, apparently Gio did to Max Crosby the other day you know after what? that Raiders game. I actually saw Arnold Schwarzenegger at the Arnold in Columbus, Ohio a couple years back. I was, you know, I couldn't just- reach out and touch him, but I was within 15 feet. I'm just throwing it out there. If we ever got to have him on the show, that would probably be one of my biggest geek out moments. I think I, I, all of us would be. Would we invite our dads? Uh, how? Uh, maybe. I think <laughs> they dude, could you got him. You got him on they, TV. They could wait outside. Yeah, you got him. Oh, I, no, I meant in person. Like, would we invite our dads? They could wait to outside. the show. Yeah, they could wait outside. Oh, you mean here? Yeah. You mean like in? Like in it'll person. never happen. It's never happen. But if Arnold came but, here, would we invite our dads? Well, to come what chill? if we could just get him? Remote, remotely. That's, that's, no, that's we just we could bring our dads on the show. Yeah, I I think that that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they got him a lot of questions. It's the cool. fucking Terminator. I think Arnold got my dad into using steroids back in the '80s, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Gio, what got you into using steroids? <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's great. I love it. All right, on to the giveaway for crown heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, we'll pull this up. And uh, Gio, what do you got for us, buddy? All right, so part two of the giveaway for crown heads. Ooh, this thing pretty. The crown heads down to herf. Buffalo edition. The Queen Buffalo. The Queen City hat. Is that the official name? That's what I named it. All right. Because we are the Queen City of New York. We're the second yeah. biggest in New York. And uh, our Buffalo wears a crown. It's cute. Yes. Not to be confused with other things. No lawsuits here. Hopefully, the Buffalo team is not like Gurkha. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Gurkha. That will not be named. But I hope they win this weekend. Cigars. We got a little five-pack of Crown This is one that we put together. Yes. Uh, Obviously, with the the collaboration and now sponsorship of Crown Heads coming up for the 2024 year. We're so excited for you guys to to be a part of the Hearth. We put the cigar pack together for you guys. This is a couple of our favorites from over the year. The Geo Vault of Crown Heads goodies. All right, guys. We got... A Blood Medicine Crownheads event exclusive cigar. Whoo! Good luck getting these unless you're at a Crownheads event. They are fantastic. The Le Petitier number two, fresh from PCA this year. My cigar of the year last year, the Azuli Oro. Very, very few of these left. I don't think I see too much of them. If you do, mm-hmm. man, they were fantastic. Then we had to go in a little uh, core line of crown heads. The Juarez, a little short boy for, you know, dog walker there. I made sure to put this in just because I thought it was funny because there was some controversy regarding that cigar lately. And <laughs> the new sub-brand for crown heads from Oz Family Cigars, the Pie Synesthesia. Thanks, Jake, for answering my phone call to make sure I pronounced this right and didn't look like a jackass. <laughs> and the La Petitier, number two, that is one of my favorite cigars out of Crown Heads in 2023. So I said that one already. Oh, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I was just saying as one oh, of my okay. favorite. Caleb was just heads. touching on it, Gio. Oh. God forbid. You know, Might be. You know, so if you win this Crown Head, five-pack cigars. What you didn't hat, mention was the shirt. The DTH shirt. I didn't finish that yet. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And also... <laughs> As with the Dunbarton giveaway, you are getting a special Christmas only holiday. Two in existence holiday edition shirt from Down to Herf. Along with. You just got to give us your size. Yes. I'm along praying to God you guys are just XLs. These stickers. What stickers? Show, show the stickers again, dude. This little cool holographic version. First edition. This is the Charizard of DTH stickers. That's the new. Uh, that's absolutely the new one. Like that, this, that is gonna be the This future. is the fire energy. But this is the Charizard. I got more Charizards <laughs> if you want me to just throw them in that little package if you want. <laughs> I got more. I brought them with me. I don't know why. I just do things like that. But well, that is the rest of the Crown Heads giveaway. All right. So we're gonna just uh I'm gonna number forty four. I'm gonna is bring this screen up. Uh we obviously have our same list here. Uh Sorry, 44. If you hit on the third one, you will be drawn again. Yeah. yeah. Funky uh, Greg. What's his name? Funky Greg, you said? Yeah. yeah. 
not to be confused with Peg Leg Greg, but good luck to all you guys who enter the concert contest. Ah, uh, dude, why is this like all like weird? I'm, a- I'm trying to get this uh, camera to work. The go cam. Wow, this is all fucked up. Dude, this is really fucked up. Oh, no winner. Looks like we get to keep everything. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, you guys. Oh, dude, what the fuck happened to this goddamn camera? It's like working and not working. (laughs) Technology. Gotta love it. I don't. Well... Well, now that we have some technical difficulties... It's not really a technical difficulty. It's just like a... Let's see what I can do here. Let's see. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to take the time to start fucking tallying some of my review stuff. So. Oh, my review score is all done. But we got to do this giveaway. Uh, this Uncle Nearest, guys, by the way, uh, fantastic bottle. Uh, Geo, did it hit uh, that MSRP of $60? I, I I can't remember the cost of it in store, but... Uh, I want to say I got it... Hold on, I'll tell you exactly in one second. <laughs> Pull up that bank account statement. But That's yeah, great bottle. Exactly what I'm going to do. 100 proof. Uh, worth the drink. Oh, I got it. I fixed it. All right. Thank the Lord. Getting back to that giveaway. Let's just yeah. get right to it. Good luck. Sorry, Good dude. luck to all you guys who entered. And uh, once again, thank you for the likes, the follows, all the comments. Uh, we appreciate all our viewers, all our subscribers, fans of the show. Uh, these giveaways are for you. So thanks for the support. Uh, hopefully, we can get you guys some cool stuff, some packages, and some shirts, some hats. You guys deserve it. Thanks for being uh, a part of what we do. All right. Anyway, I fucked this all up. So, yeah, obviously, we're still on 44 here. But, uh, yeah, we have the list here. So here we go, guys. Uh, remember, guys, it's going to be the third from 44. So first is going to be... Mm-hmm. 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 And the winner of our Crown Heads giveaway for the holiday is going to be number 36. Which is... Um, Jesse Loose. <laughs> Je- oh, yep. Jesse underscore Loose. Well, you won. Congratulations. So congratulations. You're not a loser. You're, you're a winner now. Change your underscore name. <laughs> Congrats. That's awesome. Not a lose anymore, dude. You are now a win. You are a win now, buddy. Awesome. Dude, congrats. Wear the hat, wear the shirt with pride, and smoke those uh, Crown Head cigars. So congratulations. And awesome. I might be lucky here, and Jesse might have saved us on shipping. I think he's local. Perfect. Even better. <laughs> If you come see one of us, you might get some streptococcus. It's still going around. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What are you talking about, dude? Well, I'm just, you know, local winner. If we got to hand it out, maybe just you'll... Just drop my fucking cigar. Maybe you'll get a special hug, and if the streptococcus is still with me, hopefully you get that as an added bonus. Hey, dude, you got to be over it by now, right? Yeah, I'm over it. I'm good. It was a joke, right? Uh, yeah, it's a joke. Uh, the butthole eyes and the eye infection are also done with So you got both of our winners, right, G? Yes. 44 and 36... Correct. Yep. Perfect. So, uh, guys, we'll be reaching out to those people. Uh, by the time this airs, you may have your product already. The shirt, we might have to wait on. I just have to order them because uh, they're going to be made to order. And you know what? If you listen to the show, you are always a winner in our eyes. So. That being said, Caleb, uh, did you get a cigar review for this Viaje? I'm all done. Um, so we'll just go uh, Viaje Candy Cane. Appearance, I'm giving this a 9.5. Really like the wrapper on it. it was red and white, like the candy cane. Take that off, you get a nice barber pole. Uh, pretty cool bands on this as well, so fan of that. Uh, the candy cane really hitting with the holiday theme. Uh, Bird, 
no issue. Didn't touch it up, relight it at all. Nine. Uh, construction really stands out here. Nine and a half. Great stack of dimes. This thing, like, you could drop it on the ground. Did not fall apart on me at all. You had to really ash this thing to get that that ash off. Um, draw. I did a straight cut. I'm giving it an eight and a half. I got a lot of wrapper in there. It could be my mistake on a bad cut, but, you know, a lot of wrapper in my mouth. I didn't like that. Uh, enjoyment. I'm giving it an eight and a half. I think I just talked too much where I couldn't sit back, relax, and enjoy the cigar. Uh, still an overall score of a 45, which is a 90 from your boy, the little elf. The, I love that you're just going with it. You embraced it. You fully embraced it. Uh, I'm going to get into mine. Oh, hold on. Uh, sorry. 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 Additional notes. Uh, again, I did like the presentation with the cigar, the barber pole. The only thing I wish was a little bit of a smaller size. Just a little bit smaller. That's all. That's all. Okay. I like that. Uh, so here's my review. Uh, Viaje holiday blend candy cane. <laughs> I like that smile you got going at me right now, Caleb. Uh, the appearance I gave it a nine. I really like that it came in like the wrapping paper. The uh, foil. Really, really, uh, I, I did really enjoy that part of it. Um, the box is an all white lacquer box that says candy cane on it. It looks really cool. Uh, I think Viaje did a really good job on that. Uh, what's his last name? Farkas? I think it's Andre Farkas. Andre Farkas. Our it makes boy. me think. What's the fucking dude from Boy Meets World? I don't know. Uh, oh, Minkus. But uh, <laughs> the burn, I gave it a nine. I really had no issues on the burn. I think burned really good. Uh, really even burn. No issues at all on that. Construction, I gave it an eight. Uh, I had a couple cracks through mine. Right near... Uh, like right in the first third, I had a crack in my barber pole, hmm. um, and then I had one in the middle. So I I wasn't a big fan of that. I kind of had to battle through it a little bit. A lot of relights on this thing. Yep. So, yeah. uh, really had to touch this thing up to keep it going. Uh, maybe that could be, I don't know, user error possibly. I don't know. We did talk a lot this episode. There's a lot going on. But I had a lot of construction issues because I had to relight this thing a million times to fix it. Uh, also, when I cut it, I straight cut mine. Uh, I lost a lot of my cap. Again, pretty basic straight cut. Nothing crazy. Uh, I don't think it should have cracked that way. Uh, the burn, I gave it a nine. The thing did burn very, very well. Uh no, I talked about that. Yeah, yeah. No, no that's me confusing my D's with my B's because my handwriting is so bad. The draw, <laughs> I gave it a nine. Uh, thing hits when you want it to hit. Really, really good. Uh, really liked the the smoke output on this thing. Uh, it had a really good flavor. I don't know if you guys like the flavor of the spicy. cigar. but A little spicy. I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty mellow. Maybe that was just the Uncle Nearest talking to me, but uh, it is what it is. The overall enjoyment, because I battled it so much... Uh, I had a lot of issues with it. Uh, I found myself constantly battling it. Maybe it's the barber pole. Obviously, it's a it, it's a pretty complicated cigar to pull off a you know a good barber pole. Uh, Eight point five bring me to a forty three point five bring me to eighty seven overall. This is no slay against uh, Viaje. They put out great products. I, I mean, the full moon we did in October was really really good. I think it finished eighty eight or eighty nine overall, but. Uh, I really like the flavor of the cigar. I just, for me personally, 
I don't know if I really enjoyed fighting it. Uh, we had a little decision we made today, which Viaje holiday we are going to do. It was either going to be the Mr. Mr. Hatchet or this, and we decided to do the holiday blend for this. So, uh, 87, no worries cracking our top 10 or changing that. So, yep. Gio. Unless Gio scores at 100. Unless he scores at 100, <laughs> I don't see us changing the top 10. Gio, what would you think, bud? All right, guys. So appearance, I'm right there with you. I checked this out a little bit from what I saw, trying to research it. Appearance, I give it a nine. The presentation is there. It's a fun holiday theme. Like, uh, Viaje has really mastered the seasonal theme on their cigars. Like, everything from the birthday blend to the 4th of July firecracker series to their full moons. They always do something fun for the holidays. They're never short for ideas there. And they always look cool. Uh, so I gave that a nine burn. I think we all seem to have a little bit of issues with that. And I gave the burn an 8.5. I had to relight this a lot myself. It makes me feel better knowing that you had to do that too. Cause I tend to give that a bit of a curve when I do it, but I don't think it was you dude. Yeah. I, I didn't think mine burned very evenly. Truthfully. That's kind of what I was getting at. I, yeah. I, I obviously Caleb just made a little noise like a well, like I didn't have problems, but no, yeah. I'm with you, buddy. I I had to relight this thing yeah. a bunch of times. See, I didn't relight it once, and I had a pretty even burn. So I don't know. Could just be the fault of cigar. They're all hand rolled products, so sure errors happen or whatever. Uh construction. I gave it a better rating than you. Oh, I'm about to sneeze. So sorry if it's stuck. Because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Thank you. Oof. So, okay. Construction, I gave this thing a nine. I had zero issues with any ash falling on me. I didn't get any cracks whatsoever. I also haven't gotten to the point where I peel the wrapper off. So sometimes with barber poles, that's where I will run into my issues when it comes time to get the wrapper. And if that glue isn't fully paper on paper, that's when I see that little peel. <laughs> <clears throat> draw i gave this thing a nine i want the punch uh i find myself punching my cigars a lot more lately especially with the thicker ring gauges i think it just makes it a lot easier and i didn't have anything fall apart on that very very simple i straight cut my man i lost a lot of the cap and what you uv straight uh, uh too big of a cigar to be cut in my opinion all right yeah i would say then in my opinion, from that, like the V, or sorry, the punch was the definitely the way to go for this particular one. I think I got you know all the smoke I needed here. Zero issues with that. Enjoyment, I gave this thing an eight. Uh, battling it wasn't very fun for me. I think at one point when I was talking, I just set it down and kind of like I still got like a good third of cigar left here, and it's unfortunate. Like I like Viaje products, and I like how they you know definitely bring in you know some hype to the industry with the way they make it fun i just wish that you know this particular cigar i didn't have to battle while i was talking like i, I just wish that andre would answer caleb's dms dms pretty cool guy yeah. fun to talk to you know i wonder if this is something more so that you probably have a better experience just sitting there smoking like you know what I mean? Like not having to like be animated and talk. Like this is one of those cigars that maybe are those fireside smokes that you're by yourself. I got to be honest with you. I was uh 
I was doing some editing. I did smoke the cigar previously and had my review of been on that one. I, I had like no issues with it, but I was also giving it a lot more attention. So again, it is what it is, man. Well, like we're smoking it in a show atmosphere. You know, I do a million things over here. Right. And this is this goes back to a point I've talked to people about thicker ring gauge cigars. They tend to require a little bit more attention. At least in my experience, I don't know about you guys, but when you can focus on the cigar and just enjoying it, it makes things easier. But that brought my overall score also to a 43.5, giving me an 87 as well. All right. Caleb, how did we do tonight, bud? All right. Overall score on the Viaje Candy Cane, 88 from the three of us. <laughs> 88, <laughs> Love baby. it. Love it. 88. Uh, that being said, I don't want to, I don't want to take up like too much time on the cigar, but I would definitely smoke it. It's a holiday cigar. I mean, it's a, it's Christmas time. Like, don't let what we say completely throw you off. Uh, obviously there's a lot that goes into this show and a lot that people don't see that I do. Uh, it's tough sometimes for me to really enjoy a cigar. That's why we're like, when you see a high review from me, I'm doing 500 things and also smoking a cigar and repouring my whiskey every five minutes. You also, <laughs> you know, you smoke that down to the nub. So it's not like a bad cigar. If it was bad, you wouldn't smoke it down that low. Um, the blend, I really like yeah, it. It's, it's undisclosed and I have no idea what the fuck it is, but I will say getting to the bottom third, getting, getting spicier, uh, beginning, wasn't so spicy. The, the the more you smoke into this thing, it's getting a lot more spicy. I completely agree to that. All a right. good spicy, not a not like a hot peppery spice, like a, a very light pepper, but it's still got some maybe holiday spice to it. We've been doing this now for a while, and Jer, I mean, you've smoked a ton of cigars. Speculating, just pure guess. What do you think the wrappers are that they use for this barber pole? I would say some kind of a. Looking at the the light wrapper, it's definitely some kind of a Connecticut, and I would say maybe like a Habano. Yeah, I was definitely thinking Habano. I got that. I'm not sure what the lighter one is. I mean, I think just... it's Nicaraguan tobacco, though. I can tell you that. Viaje does a I, lot. I, of... I'm thinking I'm I'm spot on. It's definitely Nicaragua. Do they do a lot out of Nicaragua? They do. Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely Nicaraguan. And, like again, we're not. It's. I know it sounds like we're poo pooing on Viaje. It's actually a brand I'm a fan of. Like it's like these things sell out almost instantaneously. Yeah. Like El Pupo. There's. <laughs> they're so. <laughs> they they sell out very fast. Uh, they have that cult following, yeah. uh, like Tatsuaje does. Uh, just getting two five packs of these that we purchased. It wasn't easy. No. It was hard. It was hard to get them. And, like, we had to go through retailers we don't normally go through. Like, and, uh, I, I use, mean, I use Cigar God. Uh, okay. You, I didn't know if you wanted to say it. Like, so, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll throw it out there. Cigar God, man. Go check them guys out, man. They're pretty yeah. cool. We buy. They're we, cool guys. And, and fast shipping. Uh, again, really fast, we're though. also, like, five hours away from them. Oh, where are they out of? Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe seven hours. I mean, I get their shit in two days. Uh, but they get some they get some shit that I really really like. So check out Cigar God. That yeah. that's a shameless plug. Uh, check your emails, brother. Yeah, right. <laughs> check your emails. That's all I'll say on that. Caleb, any closing notes to our 
final episode of 2023. It's been a wild ride, man. Yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you to all our new listeners, new subscribers, and new viewers. I really appreciate you guys. Make sure you're still following, watching the show. Uh, and also, as always, stay engaged with our social medias. We've got the Facebook, the TikTok, the Instagram. And, of course, most importantly, the YouTube. So just keep staying engaged. Keep uh, telling a friend to tell a friend. We do more giveaways. We will do more. Uh, so, you know, follow us. We're the new cool kids on the block. Uh, we are really cool, too, by the way. Um, how many times are you going to say how cool we are? Cool, 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 cool. But you know what's really good about us? If you send <laughs> us a yeah, message. Cool. If you send us a message, we're really cool. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but if you send us a message, there are three of us that run our yeah. page. So... I, One of the three of us, I guarantee, we're going to get back to you. Don't listen. we're going? We are, we are not like these guys. We're too big to get back to you. Don't let me respond because I might. Yeah, just, you won't. You, you'll know just, it's Caleb because there'll be like fifteen misspelled words, and you know. usually I'm drunk. If it's if it's past like midnight, I'm drunk. Just scroll through the reels. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, thank you guys all for following. Yeah, Donald Trump messaged us. He wants to come on the show, but I don't know if he's going to come on anymore because I misspelled 48 words. And, and said poo-poo pee-pee. <laughs> I thought I was talking to Matt Booth. <laughs> yeah, wrong guest, but it still works out. Um, appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks for being with us in 2023. Look forward to uh, 2024 and with you guys growing with us. Grower grain. Grower gang. Grower grain. That's for all of our whiskey drinkers out there. That's what he meant to say. El Pupo. Uh, <laughs> El Pupo. Uh, for our winners, uh, we'll be reaching out to you guys. I'm sure by now, while you're listening to this episode, you are going to have already been in touch with us. You know what? Post the cool pic of your winnings. They'll be awesome. We'll, we'll repost Yeah, it. make sure you guys are fucking tagging us in that when you get it. Uh, we love that kind of shit. Make sure you're following the companies, you know, too. Hopefully you like the cigars that you got here. Who doesn't like free cigars? And if you did follow us this year, a lot of milestones for us, man. I don't want to sit here and reminisce. Obviously, we're time-pressed. This is a longer episode, but there was a lot to get to. So, I mean, if you were able to tune in over the last couple days, just here and there. Yeah. We really appreciate you guys. And, dude, just reach out to us. Hope all of you have a great holiday, great new year again. So many great changes that we had this year, you know, Mike, Palmer, Boots, appreciate you guys, you know, Steve, Steve, John, John Huber, every one of Jake our guests, Sanders, you know, Miguel, Miguel Shadell, like, dude, you guys are awesome. We appreciate you guys. And, uh, Mr. Saka, thank you as well. I said, Steve. Oh, well, I thought you were talking about the other Steve Boots, but cigar. No, no, right? he's Boots. <laughs> Steve Saka, Steve Saka. But that being said, Mr. Steve Soccer. Caleb, closing notes. All right. Sayonara. We'll see you in 2024. All right. And if you're not, make sure you're following us uh, on our YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all the good stuff. And if you're listening to us audio only, make sure you're checking us on a Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, the number one cigar network on Podbean. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. The Down to Herb Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. 
we invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.